Am, am I muted still? No. No, I'm not. Now. Okay, no, my... <laughs> <You're good. laughs> I'm like trying to listen to you actually talk and then trying to listen to the stream. Yeah. I was not born to multitask. <laughs> Despite yeah. what people may assume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm... <laughs> It's like I tr I've tried multitasking a few times. Depends on the task for me. It's like if I'm if I've got two things I can just go in conjunction. It's good. Sometimes I could, no. I could play two games at once. Does that count? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that can count. <laughs> My friends hated it when I would be playing Apex with them and tab out, and they're like, "What are you doing? I'm doing Genshin." <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm doing Genshin now. <laughs> Guys, I got to do my resin. <laughs> Buddy, we're in the middle of a fight. Yeah, but my resin. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yes. It's no problem, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like we finally have Bunny Nade here in the house. Of of cola. I replied to DMs. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like bunny replied to DMs. <laughs> Take uh, a picture. It's not gonna last forever. It's like caught in four K. DMs replied to. <laughs> oh my! It's like any time. I swear, any time someone gets a DM reply from me, just screenshot it. <laughs> oh, that'd be so Take funny. A, put it in a museum. <laughs> Memorable moments of when bunny replies. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, that's so funny it's like just it's like just so, just imagine someone does like a a big collage on twitter of all the dms that have been replied to <laughs> google google would have quite a lot but uh i also know there are some times he's just like it's taken three days where are you <laughs> <laughs> it's like where'd you go what's happened <laughs> i fell down a rabbit hole it's like it's like no i was just playing genshin <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I don't reply for a large period of time, ninety nine percent of the first thing I get when I do reply was, "Were well, you doing Genshin?" Like, no. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think uh, since we were talking about uh, off stream, like the I guess the Macca's menus, we could probably start talking <gasps> about that first. <laughs> you were saying to me, you. Didn't have chicken tendies, though. You can't lie to me. Yeah, we don't. I'm, I'm sad. You don't have chicken You don't have chicken tendies. Like, you know, like, you know the chicken wraps, right? Yeah. The crispy chicken wraps, like the crispy chicken thing in it. I think so, You don't yes. just have that in a box that you like. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't have that in a box. <laughs> That's it's... so bizarre to me because that's like that's... we have that. Yeah, it's like when I when I, I thought... when I traveled to the Netherlands and I just saw freaking like tenders in a in a box at, yeah. at Macca's. I was like, I was just like, I was just like, what? <laughs> like yeah, and that's like they're like oh the dip is so good. Oh. I'm going through the menu now. <laughs> I've got the menu up too. <laughs> if, if you hear my stomach growling, it's because I'm looking at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just, just like just looking at, at Mac's menu, going. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, <laughs> my mouth's watering. I think one thing that Mac's oh, here just introduced was the McSpicy Chicken Burger. <laughs> oh, we have that. I haven't tried it yet. Actually, oh, did we have it? Was it a, was it an event thing? I know we had it at one point, and I was like underwhelmed because I expected it to be spicier, but uh, it was just like it just tasted like chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like 
I think uh, at least here when it comes to sort of, I guess, like a, a good spicy sort of takeaway food, I think uh, for Australians, it's probably usually KFC instead of Macca's for, for spicy takeaway chicken. It's, I don't know. KFC is actually pretty decent. I mean, yeah, but. I was about to say, yeah, but then, like, I remembered, like, you can just go to, like, your local takeaway here and then get, mm. like, like, really spicy, like, curry, like, <laughs> like, oh, chicken, yeah. like, stuff. It's just, like, amazing. So it's, like, I, I don't know, because I've, been, like, gotten stuff from KFC, been like, eh, it's mid-spicy, and then I've gotten yeah. something from, like, one of the, like, like what i don't know like i don't know if it's there's like chinese places that do it spicy but there's i've also had some stuff from like india and i'm just like oh my god mm. so <laughs> i don't know because we have a lot of spicy food here because we stole yeah. spices from people back in the day didn't we, we just, like <laughs> yeah. tell people I'm like give us your spices it's like give me those spices now <laughs> Yeah. So I heard you had spices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we're good at here. We're good at stealing things from people. Oh, like, I think Australia's pretty good at that, too. But, um... No, you're in jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're just, uh, we're just all... Sorry. We're just all of, uh, we're just all of the, the convicts from the UK, so... <laughs> yeah, you t- you're the convicts that we stole (laughs) yeah it's like you stole a loaf of bread you're going to australia now (laughs) hello person from the middle east (laughs) (laughs) yeah like we um yeah i think uh one thing that australians i guess invented but we took stuff from the middle east kind of was the uh the halal snack pack so we took the we we took all the kebab sort of meat and stuff and just was like, yeah, we're just gonna make a hell out snack pack with that. Oh, kebab. <laughs> no, you, kebab. you told me in DMs this is gonna end up as food. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot okay, of these so- podcasts end up with food. We so. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay, we're talking about food now. <laughs> it's like just imagine Gordon Ramsay comes in and it's just like. It's just like what the fuck? What the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is? This? What is this shit first? I love. Or is something so funny? Is everyone outside of like England thinks about like Gordon Ramsay for chefs? But I think I think mostly of Jamie Oliver. Oh, Jamie I, Oliver, I, yeah. Because I I don't know like Gordon Ramsay is just such a meme now that like I can't take anything he does seriously. Like, he does <laughs> yeah. like great sh- like cooking and I'm going to say chefing. He does great chefing. Yeah, um, great chef. And my brain just instantly is just like, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Nah, he's gonna like make a meme out. He's gonna swear at someone, call him a donkey or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's probably just gonna be like, what you guys liking Maccas and KFC? You donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I that dude cannot tell turn around and tell me he's never had a McDonald's at one point and just enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I think he actually has enjoyed it to an extent. I think I saw a video of him enjoying Maccas, and I'm just like, oh, okay. You sometimes you're just in that mood where you just sit down and you're like, I just want a Big Mac and a large fries. Yes, and a Coke. Yeah, live happy for five minutes. <laughs> That's me. Because that's as long as it's plastic. <laughs> that's me, but like with a with a KFC tender box here, I'm just like, give me those freaking tenders, give me a Pepsi, and just like, I just want to eat some chicken. <laughs> I just want to eat chicken. 
I feel like I, I maybe it's a me thing. I never like I like like chicken nuggies and chicken tendies. But I never got like this obsession that like some people have where they're just like chicken, chicken. <laughs> I never used to be I like that. Was... I never used to be like that. But then I think uh, the pandemic happened. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, yeah, understandable. Have a nice day. Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> <Have a> nice... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand that. Yeah, mm, yeah. I was just like, I, I kind of got like that. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just like that. Where I was just like, nah, I don't want to try and go out anywhere because I can't literally. So, oh, no. <laughs> so I'm just gonna order some KFC, see what they have, and just freaking eat this. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, there was this thing that I made almost a religion uh, out of, which was ordering from Starbucks or like the bubble tea places oh, and getting yeah. like the most exotic like like frappes and stuff. So now I have this like obsession with getting like all this stuff to make coffees <laughs> and stuff out. Of, which nice. I think chat's probably worked out because I uh, I would always be like, I've got my coffee, guys, and they're like hydrate, and I'm like, which do I drink my coffee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me, I would just be like, like, I'm like <laughs> Me, I'd just be like, oh, like, you want me to hydrate? I've got a can of Pepsi here. Does that count? <laughs> you're team cola, but you're drinking Pepsi? <laughs> That's my go to. Excuse me. That's not cola. That's Pepsi. No, I, it's a lie. I count all of no, them. No, I count no, all no. of them. I count all no. of them. No. no. That's Pepsi. That ain't cola. <laughs> what makes it cola? Like, what makes cola cola? That's that's a good question, I guess. What makes? Because I we all know why Coca Cola is called Coca Cola, but that's not a Twitch safe chat. <laughs> I mean, I mean, technically, Pepsi at one point was called Pepsi Cola, so <laughs> so. I'll... I'll count that. But it's the it's it's the it's the it's the insert of the first word that made it. <laughs> yeah, true. This is a genius marketing campaign when you think about it. Like get them hooked on the on the um addiction. <laughs> yeah. Keeps them coming back for more. Remove it. Now you have a brand. <laughs> yeah, it's like it doesn't have it's like, oh, oh this is not cola, this is Pepsi. This is different. <laughs> this is Pepsi cola. Now I'm gonna Google up what makes cola cola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's, it's literally just totally it's like it's like it's just carbonated water. <laughs> it's just carbonated water. It just has a bit of flavoring okay. in it. <laughs> okay, understandable. Understandable. Uh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay, it's just because it's got a carbonated water in it, understandable. Yeah. So, Fanta. <laughs> uh. Oh, is it because of, like, the caramel stuff they put in it? Oh, maybe. Hmm. Well, that makes sense. I guess so. So, yeah, Welcome I guess... To school. <laughs> we're, we're learning. We're learning about uh, definitely healthy ingredients, not anything that's going to be very bad for you at all. <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> Wait, cheese. cheese is bad for me. It's like, hmm. <laughs> it's I mean, if you eat too much cheese, cheese is just so bad. Like, it tastes oh, yeah. so good. And then, like, small <laughs> doses is good for you, but then it's like, it's just 
it's just like melted fat, isn't it? So it's kind of like, ugh. <laughs> and you it's think like, about it. Yeah, it's it's like it's for me. It's like, hmm. Do I eat too much chicken and takeaway? Nah. No. <laughs> I'll say that the day I die from it, and then I'll be like, maybe I did, but that's you know what they say, right? Live a good life, not a long life. It's like I, I lived a good like, life. I ate chicken. <laughs> like, like I felt bad for my mom because she was. I always said that to her, and she's like, "No, you want to live a long, healthy life." And I went, "No, I'd rather be happy and die at thirty than miserable and die at 80. True. True. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Maybe I've come into this world out of the womb and had too many experiences and just turned around one day and went, "Fuck it, I just want to be happy." Yeah, I mean. uh this might be I, I don't know if this will be a bit too much information but uh i guess well for me because i was born three months early i was just like now nah, get me freaking out of there i, I want to live <laughs> i want to live <laughs> so i don't want to be in there anymore i don't want to be in there anymore <laughs> get me out yeah so i was just like yeah i'm, I'm popping out here we go cool <laughs> I'm, I'm coming out to eat no. chicken <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving the breastfeed me chicken. <laughs> it's like I've just got that crisp, broad, freaking inner energy. Just give me all the oh chicken. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're crisp, broad, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I remember. Where's Connor? <laughs> I put up on. Uh, I think I replied to something on Twitter once, and I just used the meme of like, "That's crisp, broad, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was somewhere. Oh, I gotta find it. Somewhere in your thousands of tweets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like I wonder it's if I'll be able it's to a find tweet it. deep dive now. It's it's deep now. <laughs> yeah, it's probably too deep now. Go swimming, go on. It's like god damn it. Why <laughs> archive all your really good tweets? I wish I did. Every time I have a really good tweet, I oh. like screenshot it. <laughs> oh, I found. Uh, oh, this was a tweet from C Dog where he was just like, "Iron Mouse is my favorite VTuber," and then I just comment, "That's Chris Broad, right?" And I put a picture of him in his studio. <laughs> uh, that is that is golden. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "That's Chris Broad, right?" And then like suddenly, forty four people just came back and liked it. <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Bro, when you were like. When you make like a meme like that on a post and then people actually like it, it's because I, I made like it was back when Lord Athelston was like looking for like a booth pack cover, like like album cover. Yeah. And I jokingly was like, haha, I'm going to whip something up in paint in like three minutes. Did it, posted it. Him and like 70 people replied. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. It's like when, when, when you get noticed by the big VTubers and you're just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like did i do something like, honestly like i feel like i did that like with with uh with pandora yeah uh, i i was like did, did i do something wrong senpai because <laughs> like uh, i watched her since her debut and like, same i was like so scared since she, like she just like appeared one day and then she started getting friendly i'm like what what how did you get here oh uh, i still remember how, how did you find me <laughs> I, I still remember one time i think this was really early on like when pandora first started and like the other vtubers from the group at the time cyber live i was like mm. 
I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll join their server. And then they were like saying, oh, we're going to be playing Among Us at some point. And do you all want to join? And I was like running, going, I'm going to join this. And just like, and we were just all hanging out in Discord. And I think in there, Hilo was in there and Pandora were in there. And I ended up playing, oh. I ended up playing Among Us with them. And that was so fun because me and Pandora, we were imposters. And he's. She's so sweet. I oh, love she is. Her. I'm sorry. I just want to say she's so sweet and cute. And oh. man, she's just so talented. And I, I, I honestly hope like one day everyone else can see how amazing she is. Sorry, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. She, she, she is really amazing to talk to and like just chill out with in in Discord. And I haven't like checked out one of her streams in such a while though. But she streams. I mean. It's based on time zones, but she streams yeah. such an awkward time for me to catch. Like it's either really late or really, really early, and I'm yeah. I hate it because I wish I could watch more, but then I'm just there like, great. Yeah, I think. <laughs> or it's uh... when I stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for me, I think when you start streaming, it's sometimes I get lucky and it's like maybe nine p.m., ten p.m. for me. So I'm like, oh mm. yeah, I can catch like an hour or two, and then sometimes I just like just end up going uh, i'm just gonna stay up and watch <laughs> no you shouldn't i'm not worth it i'm like watching like a fucking bald paint paint wall dry <laughs> i mean i probably say the same about my streams i'm just like does it does anyone really care about my streams <laughs> but I, I i i feel so like guilty of like when people like i stood up to watch you stream and i'm like i am not worth it like if you turned around and told me you stood up to watch like pandora or like <laughs> like vivi or uni or dia to stream i'd be like yeah awesome i would do that too but like me i am so boring <laughs> yeah. I, I i don't even know how i like keep a conversation going no i i gotta say like i find like i, I think because i've been i've watched your streams for quite a while i guess now like yes you have yeah. probably one of my first twitch viewers actually now i think about it yeah, because I think the first time I watched you, because I actually noted this down just for a bit of a history sort of dive, I guess. Like What? <laughs> the, it's like the first time I think I watched you was when you did a Phasmo collab, which was a long time ago. Like, which one? <laughs> um, some Okay, so it, I think it was, it was one with Taiji, uh, Strike, and Momo, I think, at the time. <gasps> yeah, that was... You... You were there pre one thousand. I knew yeah. you were there for a long time. But Jesus, yeah, I, yeah. I remember your OG, always, your OG oh model no, back then. That model was so bad. <laughs> you, like, I feel fun. It's funny because Google uh, added the extras to that and rigged it. Okay. And he looks, he looks back on it, and he's like, "Man, that sucks." <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was good though. Like, I mean, maybe because I don't judge vtuber models so i guess so much like with like the details i'm just like hey it's a character <laughs> i liked it a lot hmm. and this is something that okay this is i don't talk about this a lot I, i've mentioned it a few times hmm. i loved that design like out of most of them i wanted to keep it most like that with just maybe a few color palette changes and like a little bit of like tidy up to the design okay but I it went it was during like the huge ass boom uh on yeah. 
on like Twitter, like huge, huge boom of VTubers. And oh, yeah. loads of like sort of I'm gonna call them V tweeters, which is a probably not healthy thing to say. Hmm. Um, we're all tweeting like what's ugly about VTuber designs and your VTuber design should look like this, this and this. And it kind of because I wasn't doing well mentally, uh, hmm. it got in my head that I had to look a certain way to do well. Yeah. And it kind of stuck with me because I was like, it's not entirely what I wanted. Like, I love this design. I'm very proud that I made this design. Hmm. But I look back and I'm like, this isn't entirely what I wanted from a design. But VTuber yeah. Twitter convinced me that if I wasn't pink, cute, and looking a certain way, it wasn't going to do well. But then I realized in the end that design really doesn't matter at all. Because you could be a PNG fucking toothpick and as long as you're funny and entertaining and the right people find you you, 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 could, you could grow like you're not gonna grow overnight like hello yeah. Rome wasn't made in a day or two or three True. you're gonna take time develop as a person and like people will like the little thing that represents you because it represents you not because it's iconic it looks like freaking iron mouse sorry i just have to throw it on <laughs> yeah yeah like i think uh i think i i do remember around that time like when a lot of people were sort of coming into the vtubing space like there was just so many people with like oh live 2d model reveal and it's like they spent yeah. suddenly suddenly like thousands Thousand. and i'm just like, like i you haven't even debuted yet i, I... I don't lie, like, I love, like, all the things I got done with this design. I love the model, mm. all the music, and, like, all the assets that I got done with it. So, like, I, I, I don't I don't hate the design, but I look yeah. back, and I wish if I could even just tweak the design slightly, I think I would like it a whole bunch more, which is why yeah. I kind of want to keep the design, like, some of the design, and then just sort of repurpose it so it does look like it's kind of just, like, a restyle. But I, oh, man. Yeah. I, I... It's just I know how much I spent on this and all the assets that came with it, and mm. I internally just go, "Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do that for your first ever model. Trust me, yeah. don't." Yeah, because I remember such a bad idea. I remember at that time, and I was just thinking, man, like there's so many VTubers coming up, and like they've all spent like thousands of dollars on their yeah. VTuber model at the start. Do they even know where they're gonna go yet? Like, do they know how it's gonna go already? <laughs> like, I. I want to throw someone out there that I know doesn't stream anymore. Um, mm. She spent, I can't remember if she said it was like three or four thousand dollars on all her stuff. It doesn't stream anymore. Oh, wow. She streamed like three times. Wow. Yeah. That's it. It's, and it's I'm, like, why? Why do that? Yeah. I'm guessing maybe it's like, I'm guessing they thought they were going to really like streaming. Maybe they just didn't like streaming in the end. Yeah, that's the thing, right? If you don't like streaming, there is no point to putting all this money into streaming, which is one of the reasons why I'm constantly like, I don't know if I want to upgrade like PC parts and stuff because I'm scared it will drop off. Whereas if I upgrade, like, like if I just get a new console and just stream from a console, I know that will be fine because, like, yeah. If, if I upgrade my PC, it's not really to play games. Like it is, like if you get a new console, it's primarily for streaming. And yeah. I don't know if I want to put it into that. Sometimes, like you kind of go through, I say blips and blobs when oh, I don't. I I don't know if you do, 
but like especially if mental health dips really low and you don't have any motivation yeah and then it gets high again and you have motivation and it's just like it doesn't matter if you love streaming at your high if you're depressed you just don't like anything yeah so then it's like i don't want to go through that and then stop streaming and then it'd be a waste of money (laughs) yeah like i found like I think because when I first started streaming, I started streaming just as an I- IRL streamer, and mm. and like I was I remember your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was just Sorry. doing. <laughs> yeah, it's like I was doing I was doing that for a while, and then I guess when the VTubing trend really picked up, like I was I was because I was friends with a lot of VTubers, and I really liked the idea of VTubing. I was like, eh, wanna, how about do a switch? See if it see if it's fun and. I didn't obviously want to go full in on spending like a bunch of money on like a live oh, TV yeah. and stuff, but I, I did think about it at some points, and then I'm just like, no, nah, let's just try a V-Road model or something, just see how how it goes. And I love V-Road models. Sorry. Yeah, it's like you uh, do so much of them. I f- I found that in recent times V-Road's gotten a lot better, like with a lot of different stuff now. Yeah, like you just do so much of them, like yeah. I'm not, like, the most 3D artistic person in the world, so it's not easy. I can do little doodles much easier than I can 3D model, but it's so great just to get a rough idea out. And you can just use it to be like, this is the kind of gist we're going for, and then if you want, later on you can get it. Like, some 2D artists are so cheap. Like, Hmm. there's some I found I loved. I was like, no fucking shit. How are you 200 pounds for a fucking piece of art and then you can get some rigs done for like 50 pounds it's like what the fuck yeah that's that's crazy, crazy. like yeah because i i was like looking at prices at the time and i was like man like do i want to spend seven eight hundred not- australian dollars <laughs> and- do not do a me <laughs> i was like do i want to spend seven eight hundred dollars but then i was like is this what if i don't like being a vtuber so i was like okay well i'll just go with the v-roid and and sometimes with the PNG as well. So it's like being a VTuber isn't like being I don't know how to express it's not like it's just streaming but with a mask on. It's like if you cosplay yeah. to stream. It's 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 not like I think most people think it's like being a character or being a role. It's not like if you sign up for the role of playing a character <laughs> in a game, it's you you've got to it's like you're marketing yourself, basically. Yeah. I guess that's where, like, collabs and stuff come in, right? So you got to market through your collabs, which I hate that term. I hate oh, that yeah. term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, I hate, like, I hate the idea of it like being like, oh, we're gonna market this collab or we're gonna promo this, but yeah, I'm just like, like, it's the only way, it's the best term I can use, I guess, to kind of say, it, hey, we're doing something. <laughs> I hate this, like, mentality in vtubing where it's like if you're not pushing to grow constantly then you're a failure yeah and it's it's like you can want to grow without wanting to push to grow if that makes sense like yeah you don't have to be like oh man i'm on the grind 24 7 you could just be like well i I just want to grow as a vtuber and have fun i don't want to mentally be like man i gotta fucking do this this and this yeah that's so unhealthy yeah, it's like, I mean, I'd say, like, for myself, like, I still look at what I've done in the last almost two years of streaming, actually, funny enough. Like, I look at what I've done and I go, hey, I've I've still done some fun stuff. Like, I might not be happy with everything mm. I've done, but 
it's like I still look at it and go, hey, I've achieved something. I've done better than I thought I would. And yeah, like I just like to look at it from the positive end. You look at it like that's that's like I think that's something uh, so many more need to do is just look at it from the positive end and be like, I I have done this and this and this instead of so many of them being like, well, I'm not there. I'm not here. I'm not there. And it's like, of course you're not. You're not yeah. them. So you kind of aren't going to like. Your like two steps might be someone else's five steps, but then your yeah. two steps also might be someone else's like barely a step. So it's it's yeah. okay to go slowly. And yeah, it's, it's if you like like for some people like it took me like about six months to be willing to even consider doing a collab with someone, hmm. and then it's taken me nearly two years to start really reaching out to people that I'm not in a close knit group with to start asking for collabs with which is true if you told me two years ago i was gonna just randomly waltz into a stranger's dms and be like let's do a fucking stream together <laughs> i would have told you lying to me yes yeah, like what, <laughs> what, what what is these lies you're telling me <laughs> no motherfucker i'm never talking to now i can happily have a conversation with a stranger without having a panic attack <laughs> yeah yeah i used to like i guess this summarized me before i sort of I guess came out into the adult world, and I guess into congratulations on becoming an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Before I came in into the adult world and stuff, like I was just in high school, like super shy with people. Like I would only have my tight knit group of friends, and if I wanted to talk to someone else, like if I to become friends with or whatever, I would just be like nervous and be like, uh, "How do I approach this person? What do I what do I do?" <laughs> but then. I got into a couple of different job roles where I was just like, I basically had to talk to people. So I was yeah. just like, I was like, okay, now, now my social anxiety is like freaking through the roof, but I just got to do it. <laughs> so that's what working in a shop is like, it's just like, you just uh, got to freaking do it. Yeah. It's like take, working in the shop or an office with, or anything. It's you take that with streaming and then you just make it. <laughs> social anxiety destroyer <laughs> yeah you just go like here's here's whatever this is okay could <laughs> be gone social anxiety like, like obviously like there is still some there if you have yes. social anxiety there is still like this thing like my brain going into this was i fucked up the date they're gonna find me boring i'm gonna be a nuisance <laughs> yeah but at the same time it was so easier for me to just pick it up and be like stop yeah yeah it's Yo, like how are you doing it's i still have like i guess like from time to time even with like the podcasts i do like i, I started the podcast series thinking man this is gonna suck no one's gonna watch this everyone's just gonna be so bored <laughs> and <laughs> but it doesn't matter if people are watching it are you having yeah. fun doing it yeah it's like i'm having fun doing it it's like i What's the point yeah. yeah it's like when i first started the series i was like i want to try this idea like it's like i was like hmm trash taste podcast that looks pretty cool how about i do my own thing <laughs> and i love i love that idea like just bringing on loads of like little like i want to see a big vtuber like bring on like loads of just indie ones that have like yeah. 50 or like like 100 followers and then just be like ta-da yeah it's like this this series basically started with the idea of going, I want to bring on streamers, VTubers, like, 
artists, whoever, dogs. anyone, like even dogs. <laughs> I can't wait to see your first dog stream. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna be like, and how, how how's the how was your day, dog? And it'd be like rough, and it'd be like, oh, good, good. It'd <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be so funny, but he's just like, oh, <laughs> give me <laughs> yeah. treats. <laughs> yeah, but like. I started off going, okay, I want to just interview random, like, friends, streamers, VTubers, whoever. Doesn't have to stick to one sort of particular group. And and then sometimes the idea would be, how about bring them back at some point to come on again and just talk about something else at some point. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're going to ruin me for conversations unless we turn the next one into a Genshin podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will be funny because... Um, I have this concept at the moment that I have been working on where I want to bring back, like, guests from the past but mash them up with another person. So there's, like, three guests instead of just, like, well, three people instead of one, I guess. So, like, it's just random. Oh, God. So then <laughs> You just see me with someone else and be like, did, 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 did. <laughs> do you like Genshin and they're like I hate it and I'm like I can't be here anymore <laughs> yeah, it'd just be so funny like I've already started working on overlays for it and I've already started oh, the concept for bringing potentially two people back that I've had on before so it'll be really funny to see how it goes that will be it's this way they don't get on and they set the stream on fire and you're in between them like oh no i mean i guess i'm I'm putting myself in that position where i'm just going to be there in the middle that's just like uh, what's going on here uh, <laughs> but it would just yeah, it'd be hilarious a cat person and one of them's a dog person what do i do yeah yeah or it's like oh wait it's like now we have two bunny vtubers here what what what? I'm I'm not a rabbit. I've told you I'm a human. I just wear a rabbit hoodie. Look, see, yeah, human it's ears. Like, it's like I just call you bunny because bunny need. Everyone does that, and I'm not a bunny. Yeah, it's that's a very common mistake, right? Everyone thinks I'm a bunny. Is that shit spelled like motherfucking rabbit to you? No, it's spelled like someone's dumb and can't spell <laughs> It's like fair. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, there'll just be so many, like, so, so many people that will just come back on, I'll just be like, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> shit. Just stop being a regular gaming like streamer and start turning into a podcaster. <laughs> I mean, like this this series has started off as a monthly sort of thing, and there's like been the idea, like some people saying, "Oh, you should make it like every couple of weeks." I'm just like, but then I've got to plan that. I mean, <laughs> if you've got enough people, like if you've got like six people lined up, then you might as well do it like every couple of weeks, like instead True. of being like, "I'm gonna do it every." yeah because like let's say you've got like five people lined up after me right that's yeah. gonna take you like five months and then you're gonna build up more in that time true true like i had this idea because i do have like a list of people i'm sort of looking at and going okay do i want this person next or do i want this person and then i'm just like and then I have to go, okay, but now I've got to go DM them. Now I've got to figure out when they're free. <laughs> and True. Awkward, especially if, like, you know, Australia's not actually real, so no one lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Australia's just kind of irrelevant. We're just kind of, we're just kind of, like, 
we don't exist to anyone's eyes, so it's like... I mean, pretty much. I could erase you on a world map and no one would notice. <laughs> <laughs> or except... You're just in your own little corner of the world. Down yeah. There. And then some people are just going to be like, wait, wasn't there a land with, like, kangaroos and Vegemite and stuff? Nah. The shit's a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, wasn't there? It's like, oh, no. Nah. The shit is a kangaroo. <laughs> I mean, the the good thing would be like, hey, you got rid of a bunch of spiders from the world, so. <laughs> Burn them. It's like I, I'm pretty sure the bushfires probably do enough of that. Good, because they shouldn't exist, especially those freaking what are they wolf flower like fucking spiders. Those things are huge. Oh, uh, it's like I do have some spider stories, but uh, I'll save it for a little nope. bit. <laughs> You want to hear my spider story, which actually developed my arachnophobia? Sure. <laughs> you, you're going to love this. Right, okay. I was, I must have been about six or seven. So that was like a while ago now. And I had this spider I found. It's quite a big spider. Mm. One of those one, uh, actually, I say that like, like you know, what a British house spider looks like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really, really quite a big spider. Not in, even just in comparison to a seven-year-old hand. It was just a big spider. Right. Um, and uh, I was like playing with it in like my hands, like you know how you let spiders sort of crawl over you. Oh yeah. Okay. And um, I have really, really long hair, and right. this spider managed to get from my hand into some of my hair that was like dangling forwards and then crawl in it and then get really tangled in it oh to a which obviously stressed me out i couldn't get the spider out i didn't obviously want to kill the spider in my hair and get it stuck in my hair so we had to cut it out which meant i had to have one not only did that freak me the hell out I also had to have one of the worst hairstyle choices of my life because of that spider. I had Ooh. the worst fucking bowl cut ever. And I'm like, no. Oh, you no. not only gave me the fashion disaster of a lifetime, but you traumatized me. <laughs> so now I'm just terrified. Like, I'm kind of okay if they're like on a wall and I can oh, see yeah. them. But if I can't see them and I know they're in a room or if they're above me, biggest no no ever oh yeah <laughs> especially if like i had one like climb my hair like recently i'm like oh, no get out get out it's get like, out nope. it's like just go <laughs> actual ptsd from spiders oh man like I, I think my spider story uh was when i was like i think it was five years old or something and i was just like playing in the backyard like just sort of under the carport area and suddenly i grab a full on i'm sorry yeah yeah we have like a carport area uh so oh okay okay (laughs) yeah it's a bit like what (laughs) yeah so i ended up grabbing uh grabbing this red back spider and (gasps) yeah this thing was probably i don't know probably like a similar size to what you would have described no, no, trust. I, I would hold on. Like, how big a like? I'd, I'd say it was probably like the size of like, I don't know, like a hmm. coaster, like a oh, tea wait, coast, like, like a coaster for. 
Yeah, oh, wow. it was like okay, it was a probably not okay, probably, probably not that big then. Because it was a because it was a garden. It was like a garden house spider. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, probably okay. Probably not that big it, then. I think redbacks like you're on about like black widows, right? Uh, the redback. Yeah, yeah. The so like, back. yeah, I think they're the same. We have um, what would be deemed like their counterpart. We have the white backs here. So right. Yeah. So similar. Yeah. So so I picked up this redback spider. I was just playing with it, and then suddenly, like, my parents come out. And I'm just like, I'm just like, cause I'm just a five year old. I'm just like, it's my new friend. And, and they're just like, that is not just put that down. And I'm just like, they're just playing with this thing. And then like, what it ended up doing was it ended up almost, it, it, it bit me, but it bit my thumbnail. So it couldn't inject any poison into me. So I was so freaking lucky. <laughs> yeah it bit yeah. My, <laughs> yeah it bit my thumbnail so they took me down to they took me down to the hospital and and they looked at it and they're like and they're like oh no it bit your it bit your thumbnail it's 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 fine <laughs> and uh kid, having a kid in australia must be stressful <laughs> <laughs> i mean I mean, I don't know, like, spiders, I don't think they're as common as, like, I think a lot of people perceive them to be, I guess, when thinking about Australia, but... I, I guess. But, yeah, like, that's, I don't see redbacks very often, like, I think I've only seen one, like, very rarely in, like, the last so many years. I've, I've heard from, like from like the few australian streamers that i've seen is that they only tend to be in like the absolute outside like countryside thing like you have and you guys don't mm. like really have that because it's like way inland yeah so i assume they're not that common because like the only time i've seen the whitebacks which just for a reference they don't kill you here mm. but they make <laughs> you very very sick if they bite you so you just right. puke a lot um so no one there is bad <laughs> if you get bitten yeah. by one. The only time I saw them was when I lived in an old house by a country park when I was at uni. Right. So there was like loads of them. Cause it's, uh, I assume you probably don't get anywhere near as much. Well, some places do. We get a lot of rain. So spiders come in from the rain. So mm. it's the only reason why we have so many spiders in our houses is because like it rains, they come in. Oh yeah. So I think that's the only reason why is because that part of the country rained a lot, and it was by a country park. So that's the only reason why I think I've seen them. Yeah, and that's the only time I've seen them is when I lived. I haven't seen them since. Yeah, it's like for me because I guess for reference for me, like because I live in like basically a valley sort of area, so it's like the so yeah. rainfall is like half as common as Sydney. So, so we hardly get as much rain as Sydney. So it's just hot. Does Sydney rain a lot? Sydney rainfall. Rainfall. I think it's like maybe over a thousand milliliters of rain a year. Y'all acting like y'all acting like you get one point two. It says one point two meters of rain a year, and I'm just like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then that's and what then, you guys get. Yeah, and then for reference, my area gets basically rainfall. half. England rainfall per year. I, just, I want to give this on a reference. 
Wait, I don't. <laughs> it, it's not giving me an exact thing, but I can see that in a in 133 days, it rains 37 inches. Is that a lot? Is that I, I don't know what that is in meters. <laughs> so what you're telling yeah. me is you're basically in drought season all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not drought season, but it's kind of just like it's just nah, that's a drought in England. <laughs> it's like the I think the most time we get rain is probably actually in some of our warmer months, but in our cold months we don't usually get a lot. Oh, do you get like rainy season like they do in Japan? I don't. I don't know if I would. I don't know, actually. Like, I I, I don't know enough about Japan. I guess in terms of what so they get like they get like rainy season in like May or like June, a bit like we do. Yeah, I guess here it's I don't know probably if that's like a tropical thing. Yeah, I guess probably here it's probably more like maybe usually March, March or April tends to be quite. Oh yes, yeah, sometimes sometimes it's in March. If we have it in March, we don't get it in May. But if we don't get it in March, we get it in May. Which yeah, is really weird. Yeah, I guess it's like the the worst part is like my area is basically well right well not too far away from a river that tends to probably flood sometimes. So. So it's Get like the boat out. Yeah, so it's like so it's basically like cuz my area is not too far away from I guess starting to get into more country area, but Yeah. But it's like if it if it's like rain season, it's just like yeah, you're going to get dumped a lot of rain and sometimes there's a likeliness of flooding and then the surrounding area is not too far away from me. It's basically like, "Oh yeah, there's a bit of flooding." Okay. <laughs> Are we going to do anything about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> i think if i like it's quite funny right because it's like um in england from what i know of when it like floods 99 percent of the time people will just go about their day like it's normal like i remember one time it wow. flooded and like i was in my boots and like it was like coming up to like above like my ankles and it was just oh, like wow. are we gonna like act like this is normal and people are like yeah and we just walk through it like, like okay <laughs> i guess it's raining again <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. It's weird. not like some countries where it gets really bad, but it's definitely um, it's definitely worse. And I think people realizing people are just like, oh, it rains a lot in England. It's like, yeah, but I know in some countries of how it rains. If it rained like that, they would probably be like, we should probably like clear the roads, like oh, they'll yeah. get things out to make sure like... the water's gone. Whereas in England, like. <laughs> it'll flood roads and we'll just drive through it like just <laughs> yeah you see on news reports here you see on news reports here it's like anytime like there's like a big flooding event or something it's like they're always just like the, the police are always out there saying please do not drive in flood waters and and they're, and they're just like yeah we're just gonna drive through flood waters <laughs> there was there was a time when it flooded right and i was on the school bus yeah, and it was like really flooded, and it got to the point where the flood was coming in through the buses, oh like doors, and we're all just sat there, like, are we just gonna drive through this? Like, like my yeah. shoes are getting wet. <laughs> <laughs> bus drivers just like, just bus- like, nah, I got this, fam. Where we're gonna? <laughs> we're gonna... <laughs> Literally, the guy she turned out, nah, I got this. It's fine. I'm just like, oh my god. Oh no, I ain't got my swimsuit. 
Dude, if you break down the boy. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, it's like either my area, like, because the last few years have been much more extreme weather events, I guess, here. It's like we've had bushfires, like, then we suddenly had flooding. It's like you just can't win. <laughs> you can't win. It's just like, oh, yeah. Extreme heat. Australia, they're like, really? They're trying to bully you guys into stopping. <laughs> yeah, I I think like, that's I think that's what's happening. Like, they're just like, no, you guys can't keep doing that. <laughs> I, I think it's like it's like Earth Chan is probably just looking and going. Uh, Earth Chan's uh, dying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just looking at Australia and going, yeah, I want to get rid of them first. They they seem more problematic. <laughs> Like it's like this it's like they've got bushfires. It's like they've got bushfires, they've got flooding. Like I'm just gonna keep hitting them with more of that just to try and stop them. <laughs> Go on, move out. It's like, we made it's this like, country so you guys wouldn't inhabit it. <laughs> yeah. You lost to the emus twice. <laughs> yeah. Why are you here? Yeah, it's like we lost to freaking emus and then um and I don't know what else. Probably other things as well. You have all your you have, you have all your poisonous creatures lost to emus and kangaroos out there trying to punch y'all in the face, and you <laughs> still live there. Yeah, I'm um, sorry, but <laughs> I, I guess we're just uh, we're just built different. I guess <laughs> we're just built different. Yeah, that's that's what that's, that's one way to put it. You guys out like what you guys out there in the winter have been like, man, it's a chilly ten degrees Celsius today. <laughs> that's that's me at like it's freaking like, that's me at like seventeen, eighteen degrees. I'm just like, man, this is freaking cold. <laughs> I need a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 Hold me. On. Uh yeah, and I'm out here in like seven degrees, like man, it's warm out. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly the, the the tides turn when it's like me going, oh nice, twenty-eight degree day, awesome. <laughs> man, I could get a suntan in this. I'll stay inside. <laughs> it's like uh there's a lot of jokes with like uh with British people where it's like when they come to Australia suddenly in the summer and they <gasps> and they just get burnt burnt red see okay okay i that that wouldn't happen with me um my mom hates it because i'm like half spanish so i just tan yeah that's that's pro that's probably so, a good trait to have then <laughs> so just to, yeah <laughs> yeah it's like for me i, I don't want to tan i think for me like my well because my genetics are i'd say for the most part British, like, British. and it's just completely. It's like got the got the British British in me. <laughs> then <laughs> you got the British in you, mate. <laughs> yeah, bloody it's like, hell. <laughs> it's like I've got That's mostly... like really south ill. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I got the the British in me. I've got like Scottish and Irish in me, and then I've you're pale then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean somewhat, but then I've got you're... a bit of a tan from Australian heat, I guess. Um, you're pale then if <laughs> you're just there like i've got scottish and i so you're a sheet of paper <laughs> sheet of paper. and no then offense, they are very pale yeah and then i've well yeah and then i've also got i guess a bit of viking blood in me and austrian blood in me you're not helping that you're not helping that pale I'm not, yeah i'm not helping with the with that at all <laughs> it's 
You're adding more spoonfuls of pale. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, here's your scoop of pale. And I'm just like, here going, no, no, I don't want any more. I don't want no, any more. No, <laughs> I don't want to be pale. I'm just going to burn. Yeah. Surprisingly, I, I don't really, I, I guess I, I burn, but like, I still tan a little bit, I guess. Maybe it's just I, adapting, I, I guess. I tend to, yeah, like, if I let myself tan, I tan, I don't tend to burn very easily, but I'm there like factor 50 because I don't like getting a suntan. Yeah. <laughs> I just, ah. I think it's it's because I've seen how people with tans look, and like I don't want to like look like I'm eighty when I'm thirty. Yeah, so I'm just there, like I'd rather just be pale and still be mistaken for a twelve year old child. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think uh, for me, like I guess when I'm, it's like anytime it's like I guess in the high to well maybe low to mid thirties, I'm just like I go outside and I'm just like no. Please no. I, I don't like it. <laughs> That's just... Uh, that would be, like, so warm. Uh, and some of you guys wear jackets in that heat. Uh, I, I, I don't know how people can wear jackets in that, you honestly. You built different. You actually are. <laughs> We're built different, but at the same I time, wear- I wouldn't be insane to wear a jacket in 30 degrees. <laughs> like No, because it's like... Gonna start sweating. Uh, it's it's even terrible. Like once you get to like, I think for me the mid twenties is usually my comfortable temperature. Yeah, like, 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 I'd say, I'd say like, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably really biased because I do really like the cold. I'd say like mm. the teens are like the best temperature for me because you can wear a jacket. True. Like at any point in them and it's not going to be too hot and it's not going to be too cold. Usually you get a nice little breeze. Like it's yeah. like it's nice. The... And just just below that it's chilly but it, it's not cold. Yeah. The mid the mid teens are like my nighttime temperature basically. So I'm just like So I'm just you can like hate me. I like no. <laughs> I can't sleep in that. I like my nighttime temperature being like minus nine. <laughs> Jesus, no, minus nine. <laughs> I've never experienced minus nine. So <laughs> when it goes to like the minuses, I'm like perfect temperature oh to my sleep. God. <laughs> that would, I say, like, I'd be freezing. I'd be like, what the? Freak is I mean, this? yeah, it's sub zero. <laughs> yeah, like I think I don't I think like well mid teens is like my nighttime sleep temperature, but then in in the day, like the mid twenties is like my most like comfortable. But like low twenties is preferred. Low twenties is my preferred sort of mm. one. Like, yeah, that's a good temperature. Especially if you're going out for days. Like if you're going out to like like shopping or anything. Like yeah. it's just a nice temperature yeah i still it's like i'm still gonna make uh, fun of momo for this i guess because when i was in belgium because i actually met up with momo when i was in belgium and Ooh. it's like they will it's like her and a co-worker were like it, it was 28 degrees because the heat wave was going on at the time in in europe and oh no <laughs> i was there and i'm just like 28 degrees now this is good this is freaking good and then and they're just like nah this is hot and i'm like I mean, it's a little bit on the hot side, but not too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think 
because of the heat wave it was quite funny because of yeah. the heat wave how it happened here it was like we had it like 42 and then it suddenly yeah. dropped to like 25 and it was really funny because like most of england was like this is a bearable temperature but i actually went to oh my god it's freezing i just send the australians now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so you guys because it's cold yeah like you get used to like all that high heat like no wonder you guys are like why is it so cold here yeah like i mean i think 28 degrees in belgium feels different to 28 degrees in australia at least for me like i also like also i think it's like based on like if you're in a city it's gonna feel even worse as well yeah because like it's gonna be all like compact but also i don't know if belgium's more humid than Australia, which would then make it more of a sticky heat, like a humid heat, rather than a dry heat, which is more bearable. Oh, like, weirdly enough... Uh, At least in my opinion. Weirdly enough, like, that day, when it hit, like, 28, it was more like a... I guess because I wasn't really in the city that day when I met up with Momo, so it was more like a dry heat, 28. And I was like... I don't know, it feels sometimes a bit better because the, the yeah. sticky heat... The sticky heat, like here, is terrible. Like it's it's awful. Yeah, like sticky heat's just not fun to deal with anyway. Because like oh, no. you're getting well sticky, and you usually sweat more, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I think. True. Yeah, you do. My friends would always sweat more. <laughs> yeah. I only recently started being able to sweat. Yeah, like <laughs> just it's I don't know. Like I think because uh, well, like. The worst I've experienced was uh, 48 degrees, and and that was uh, and also because I think it was a bit it was a bit of a dry 48 degrees because of the bushfire season. Jeez. So Jeez. it was so bad because I was at I was at my workplace that day, and because of the smoke from the bushfires coming up in the mountains area coming down to us, it was like mm. it was like smoggy 48 degrees, and I was like. Ugh. Oh. It, no, it was so bad. I can't imagine that must have been horrible. It was ter- it was so terrible. Like like spot fires were literally starting in certain areas, and suddenly uh, our our uh, smoke alarms just went off, and we were like, "Oh, our smoke alarms went off!" And so we walk out of the building, and it was only the the underground basement area, which is where my sort of office area was. So we walked out. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, this is this is terrible. Like forty eight degrees and and smog oh, and, no. and the and the, and the been... bloody smoke alarms going off. Like that must have been nasty. Ew. Yeah, it was it was yuck. It was so yuck. And I was just and like you could you could barely breathe in that. Yeah, because that's like thick sm- like because. That's not only just like thick heat, but that's thick smoggy heat. Yeah, and all Ew, that, and all that horrific, all that smoke from the bushfires, like basically just traveled like down into like Sydney and like the whole greater area. So yeah. Sydney was just covered in it, and and like in one day I woke up and the smog was so bad it was like I almost thought it was fog because you could barely see like uh, I think. A few meters down the road, basically. Like that must have been so unhealthy for all 
of your lungs now you oh, think God. about it yeah You're so just breathing in smoke <gasps> yeah no, that's awful yeah they literally recommended people to stay indoors as much as possible and like keep your keep your windows locked so yeah because you're breathing in smoke that's so unhealthy and that that lasted probably oh, that lasted days so there was like so many days where we just had that smog and to think that had started like that had started like a, almost a month prior and just kept going like the fires just kept going right up until the new year at that time yeah that was terrifying like to watch like like i can't imagine how it must have been to be like there like, yeah i had some like, family friends that they'll get so bad and you'll have to like yeah yeah i had some family friends uh and like some of my friends family members as well like uh that were up in those regions and had to evacuate those regions because of the fires and i, I, I couldn't imagine that because like i know from like a bystander's point of view it was just like it was terrifying because it was just, oh yeah like it was not only so big but it was just like how much damage it was doing and like yeah. it was just scary to see and it was just like i i i, I don't know how i it's like it, i mean it's still now it made me really like speechless on like how it was like how yeah. it was but it was just like man it was so scary because it was like yeah the fact that that can happen to our world and then it can just take away people's livelihoods so quick i mean it didn't happen to obviously that extent but england in the summer actually and some places in Europe actually got like bushfires yeah. because of the heat wave, and it was our first time, like a lot of like Europe's first time, like experiencing it, and it was mm. scary, like how quickly it can just you can go from having a nice sunny day to oh, yeah being homeless, and it's terrifying. Yeah, like I think uh, like that was I'd say I think it was it went down to some of our worst, if not the worst, bushfires we ever had on record. And yeah, I remember like so many animals and live, lives just lost in general. And I traveled, I actually traveled up to those regions uh, during like the COVID period uh, when there was mm. still a lot of restrictions. Like we were able to travel out a bit. So me and one of my friends, we went up to one of the areas and literally this was like probably six to eight months after the bushfires. And it was just basically some of it was regrowing but a lot of it was still just like looked barren completely barren and just it would look so terrible it's yeah I th oh, man it's just like the thought as well like it wants luscious and then it's just suddenly yeah gone. it's just like such a, i mean in like a, a this is a trying to be positive on it no yeah the land around it will be very, very nutritious and healthy because <laughs> yeah. all the all the stuff that obviously got burnt down will go into the earth and make it better. But yeah. then it's just it's it's still sad to think like man that just happened and oh. yeah, like mm. things can just change overnight pretty much. Li literally, like there be people on Twitter just being like, I I just like. It, like a day ago it was like super far away and then now it's like right on top of actually that reminds me of something i saw on twitter and i don't mm. know i don't want to get too political so i'll try and yeah. beat around this very quickly 
Yeah. But obviously we know about the thing in the Ukraine right now. Yeah. And one of the artists I really, really loved uh, mm. lived in the Ukraine. And then obviously everything started. And yeah. she went from being in like a really nice house uh, with family uh, and everything uh, to literally like a day after posting like everything, like nice like stuff she'd got to posting mm. a picture of her hidden away in like a bunker away somewhere. Because like the place she lived had been like bombed and it was oh, terrifying yeah. to think like how quickly like she went from being like everything's fine everything's happy look at like this piece of art to being like i'm safe barely but i'm safe yeah it's like jesus yeah it's terrifying i remember like um i guess i guess i'm kind of gonna be beating onto this topic too a little bit uh but i remember when the events around that sort of started uh not only did I see on Twitter like one an artist as well, I'm not sure if it might have been the same one, but possibly another one who was posting a lot of footage of like the areas where they were bombed and everything like that. Mm. And I was just like going, wow, like to think something like that is actually still able to happen today. I'm I'm such a, a peace mind person. It makes yeah. me so angry that the world can't just all be happy same, and get same. on and hold hands. Like, why can't you all just like, oh, like you can't agree on this thing and then just be like, okay, then we just won't talk for a bit instead of being like, no, I'm going to fight you because we didn't agree. So it just makes me so angry. Yeah. Like, it's like, why do you have to go away to hurt people if someone doesn't agree with you? What does that? what sick pleasure does it bring you yeah um, like, i know i joke about like i will stab a man if they piss me off but like yeah in reality i'd probably just cry at them yeah like i it's like i remember when, like also like when all that stuff kicked off like me and my friends like when we just saw this because i think it was probably it was like like not too late at night when we heard like things had started off we were just like whoa okay we did not expect this and we literally were just like in our own sort of panic mode thinking about that just going man and it probably sounds weird to like i guess it probably sounds more terrifying obviously to people who live in that sort of region obviously but to us to, to us like we were just like thinking of it in the context of what will other countries try and do next like in response like, to that i know we're trying to from what i can gather i try and stay away from it because it's quite scary because yeah it's like it, it's slowly branching out more and more and it's like oh god please 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 <laughs> um, yeah but uh from what i gathered we're trying to stay away from it until we're absolutely needed uh yeah. but the i think it might be i don't know if we've i know i've mentioned it briefly but um it's affecting a lot of europe's um energy stuff so like yeah. cost of living in europe has gone up drastically because yeah places that are involved were how we got things like gas like electric and oils and stuff so like we can't get a hold of that now yeah like, at the beginning of like it all we couldn't get vegetable oils because it was all grown in russia <laughs> so yeah. 
we were like we had a huge wipeout of vegetable oils at one point where you just couldn't get cooking oils here and we were all mm. just like great yeah i mean and not only that yeah oh, it's so expensive yeah i mean like we've uh, we've been affected by it too like uh probably I, I don't know if we could say to the same extent but we're definitely feeling it here too like we've like obviously like you've got petrol prices going up so trying to be able to afford petrol is yeah. ridiculous here. Uh, the cost of living's gone up too, and and then also the one that's <laughs> and also uh, the the tax rates as well basically have to go up as well because of all that too. Mm. So yeah, like, we're we're feeling that as well. <laughs> we we were we discussed it at work the other day actually. Um, mm. So like on average, like it would cost like. A pound or two, maybe a hmm. day to like fund like your heating Ugh. in your house, and now people, you say that, and now we're just there like it costs three pound for an hour. Oh god! To fuel some people's housing bills for a month is like in their thousands because it's gone up Holy so crap. much, and it used to be like a couple hundred, and we're just like. <laughs> some people's rent and more yeah and it probably doesn't help with uh and obviously not trying to get too far into the politics obviously mm. but it doesn't help when i guess there's a bunch of revolving door leadership i guess <laughs> like i i i don't i've i have my yeah. opinions of leaderships in general yeah, yeah, i just yeah. think <laughs> It's, it's just, just want some stability, please. Just give some st stability, just so we can kind Come of know on, what's guys. going on. Give it, to the, give it to the dog in the trench coat. He'll do a better job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure that some random off the street probably would be better at this point. <laughs> We've had like three prime ministers in two months, so yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we kind of went through that same sort of thing for a while, I guess. But now it's a bit more, I don't know, like, there's some stability, but I don't know. <laughs> it's just the weirdness of of governments around the world. <laughs> I mean, some of our government's in a hissy fit because one of our government is in your country right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then it's just like, uh, it's just... It's just Government is pee pee poo poo, basically. <laughs> yep, and somehow the country still licks their ass. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, what are you doing? It's like, it's like, what, what is, what is everyone doing? Uh, just, I'm just trying to live my life. Just trying to live my life. Yeah. Some of the, some of the people, right? Yep. I saw this thing, and someone was just like, this one dude, like is responsible for why so many people died here in England and we were all like motherfucking asshole and this <laughs> one other dude just came in right this, this guy on the internet was just like no he helped with it all and so many people just in the comments <laughs> under this guy's tweet was just like who the fuck did he help except for himself <laughs> yeah yeah and this guy's like oh, you got us the vaccine yeah six months later than other countries <laughs> oh there was a there was a big debate around that here too because it took us probably about a year before we decided to get mm. the vaccine and we're just like where's you our vaccine like lagging yeah we were waiting for it and we're just like where is it yeah. like 
I think by the time you were like getting ready to get like your third, we were like ready to get our first, basically. <laughs> so, and also it didn't help with uh, each state in the country basically just fighting with each other kind of going i'm shutting the border to my state no you're not yes you are like it's like why can't we come in oh you got covid cases so we're not letting you in we're just like bruh i've got family over there i want to see <laughs> like that like man each i state. wish we were so strict because i feel like we would have gotten rid of it quicker but here it was straight up like we closed we had shut down like lockdown for like a month and because there was um, uh, Twitch safe terms, there was a couple of alivening cases of people wanting mm. to not be alive. Um, they opened them up because it was a mental health risk, and I was just like, "Excuse me, what?" <laughs> yeah. So apparently, there's a mental health risk having lockdown here, and I'm like, "Are you fucking serious? That's your concern that like yeah. two, maybe three people decided to kick the bucket." Yeah, I think, uh, like, in Australia, like, some states basically didn't have to really lock down much, but they basically shut the border hard shut to the other states. So mm. it basically led to them being just completely isolated from the rest of the country, which was good in the short term, but in the long term, it really ended up not helping a lot of people. But... It's It was weird because, well, my state basically locked down only twice, I think, during, the during like, the whole sort of shutdown period. But we were shut down for three months at one point, and we were just like, we can't go anywhere, we can't, we can't see friends, yeah. can't see family, could only go to the shops, that's basically it, go to the shops and maybe to work if it's, if it's important enough. That must have been horrible. Oh, it sucked. Like, I, I I did get quite lucky that I lived with friends, but like I know I still didn't get and I uh at the time there was this small period where we opened up for like students to travel back and forth from oh, unis. Yeah. Which was good because it meant I could go home and earn some money. Um and I had a hmm. essential workers job at the time, so I could go to work. Yeah. So I got quite lucky compared to some people, but it was still painful. Like I still felt like it was just go to work, go shopping, go home. It yeah. Was horrible. I couldn't imagine being one of those people that couldn't even go out. Oh, uh, like <laughs> for three months. Yeah, like basically the story of how this one happened was so. So we had the first lockdown in March 2020 when it all started, basically, and. That was about three, four weeks, and they were kind of... Our state was accepting of having, like, a few cases a day at that point because there was, like, hardly any cases when we locked down. Mm. So we basically clamped down early and everyone was doing pretty good. But our state was the only state getting COVID cases out of compared to all the other states. So every other state was like, yeah, we're not opening up to you because you have COVID cases. We don't want to even get one case in. And... But, but wouldn't that make it worse? Because, like, then you're just sort of isolating all the bad COVID cases and not letting, like, yeah. it develop into a weaker strain. Yeah, so our mentality at the time, well, most states' mentality at the time was zero COVID. Just zero. None. 
And our, our state was like, well, that's not really realistic for us. We have a bigger population than all the other states. So, yeah. so it, so even when we had 10 cases a day, because we couldn't quote unquote link them all back to each other, the other states would be like, well, we don't know what to do with you. We don't know. We don't know. That's mean. So, so we stayed basically isolated for, to, to the other states and we just had to deal with how we were going. And I'd say about four weeks into the lockdown, they started easing it very slowly, just kind of saying, okay, we'll allow this now, we'll allow that now. You can have 10 people at your house. Cool. At least we can do some things. And it worked out for a long time. Yeah. But then suddenly the new Delta strain kicked into the country. And that changed everything. Everything changed. Mm. Everything was so stable. We ha- actually had a point where we had zero cases, like, across the whole country. Yeah, I, I remember that. And then everyone was like, oh, Australia's going to open up. And then it was just like, it's no. like, we have COVID again. <laughs> it's like, psych, nope. You guys, didn't you, no, wait, didn't you open up and then you got COVID so you locked down again? Um, I think what had happened was we got to that point where we had, like, a month or two with zero COVID across the whole country, except for, like, hotel quarantine cases. And that was a, an achievement. So we opened to New Zealand first at the time, which had zero COVID. <laughs> and that was good. And then suddenly in in my state, and this is the, the pain of it all, in my state, the one thing that ruined it was a taxi driver somehow had COVID, probably got it, got it from hotel quarantine transporting and stuff, didn't wear a mask, mm. didn't have any protections, so he so he got COVID and then Delta kicked off into other suburbs and because at first they were saying, no, we're not going to lock down. We're not going back to that. Everything's fine. Everything's all good. We trace back the cases. We know where it is. Then suddenly Sydney had, quote unquote, too many cases popping around. Oh. And because they couldn't trace it back to these other ones, they were like, well, we don't know what to do. We don't know how far this has reached out. So they started locking down some of the suburbs. And we were like, oh, they'll just do that, right? They'll just lock down the suburbs, let the cases dwindle a little bit, and then they'll just open back up and and everything's honky-dory, no. right? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so then suddenly, about a week later, the case numbers had reached into like the 20s or 30s across the state so basically the state government was like okay we're gonna do a lockdown it's not gonna last long it's only gonna last a couple of weeks it'll be okay <laughs> no three months later <laughs> <No>. <laughs> three months later so Jesus. so we so i ended up this was the first time i ended up having to work from home as well because the case numbers got so bad halfway through they were like okay we should stop people from traveling to other local government areas which is probably similar to your counties i guess uh i don't know i kind of but <laughs> they're very very small here compared to yours so yes yeah i guess it's i'll say it's, yes it's probably similar because like our local government your areas s- 
your one of your states is probably like three Englands. <laughs> yeah, but we also have like a council, obviously local council sort of area. Yeah, so, yeah. So basically, they started going okay, and the state government has what they call local uh, government areas. So not just the councils, but the greater regions, I guess. It's it's bunch of too many layers of government <laughs> to say. Mm. So a lot. So they basically were like, okay, uh, these local government areas, you have these restrictions. These ones, uh, you mostly are free to do whatever because you're, you're country regions, so you don't really have any cases. You, you, can, you don't need lockdown. So my area was part of the lockdown sort of area. And my workplace was also in one of the lockdown areas, but... If I only went, like, 20, 30 minutes further, I would have been in, like, a country region where, basically, there was no restrictions. <laughs> but, no, so I was in lockdown for three months, and the case numbers, I think, at the highest during that point had got into, like, the thousands during the day. Jeez. And I was just like, man, what's going on? What the hell is happening? And... My workplace was like, do you feel, like, was saying to everyone, do you feel comfortable coming in on site at all? And we're just like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're all right. I mean, it's not bad. Like, no one's got COVID yet, right? <laughs> so, so. Yet. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, they made some of us work, like, one day on site, but the rest at home. So, I still had that little bit of travel, I guess, to kind of just get out of the house. Yeah, but I think I remember a couple of um, people I've spoken to saying how like it was very common in Australia at some point, like at one point, to be like uh, like a couple days in the office but then work from home. The rest yeah, of the time. a lot of workplaces started adopting that during the second sort of lockdown phase or the Delta COVID phase, as we call it here. So mm-hmm. then suddenly we started getting closer to them saying, well, we need to kind of just live with it because there's no way we're going to go back to zero cases because that was the first their aim, go back to zero cases. And that yeah. that was not going to happen at all at that point. So... Because I think most places kind of got rid of that mentality. I know we have because at least here, COVID's just kind of like glorified... Glorified flu at this point you just yeah. kind of get a head cold of it now yeah it's basically the same here too now but it took a long time for us to kind of adapt to that so we were just like okay i mean we got a thousand two thousand cases a day at one point but the cases had been on the on the de- the decline and halfway through i think the lockdown they finally had the vaccine arrive so they were like, okay, and this is how they tried to, I guess, get people to go, we need to get used to it. They were like, okay, uh, you're going to have to get to 70% vaccination in the state for us to consider opening up. That seems like quite a lot, though. But I guess, like, I don't know, mm, that's still quite a lot. 
Yeah, it was a lot. And other states started adapting to this whole idea of 80% and 90%. And we were just, and so we were one of the more relaxed states when it came to that. Especially like if you've got a large population, like. Yeah. If imagine... we said that here, it would be like, Jesus, no, like, just get all the old people. I. That's something I didn't understand. Is it like vaccinate the old people first? And so many people were like, why? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like get the old people and like the disabled and like people who need that vaccine. The disabled, I get, but the old people, it's like most of them don't go out much. Why not give it to the people that are working? True. Like the old people going out to work. That's one of our things. That's one of the things that we brought up was like, why don't we give it to like the essential workers first? Yeah. And then give it to the old people because the essential workers are going to be like in front of it all the time they should be protected yeah i think our mentality here was our mentality was kind of like i think at first it was like uh essential workers like hospital staff and aged care like sort of workers and stuff and then then they were like oh okay elderly as well disabled and then they suddenly said general population last pretty much and yeah it it worked like eventually we got to like that 70% vaccination target and they were like okay yeah. let's ease a few things so they were like oh you can now have a picnic with your friends you can have five friends have a picnic in the park <laughs> and we're just only like five sorry <laughs> yeah only five because uh sorry for other... six friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but also we during that lockdown we were limited to being able to exercise and travel within i think a five kilometer radius yeah, we were allowed to, well, not travel, but we were allowed to exercise as long as it was, like, outside. Yeah, like so our travel was basically, oh, we can go to a supermarket or we can we can do exercise at a park in, within the five-kilometer radius. My Most of my friends lived outside of the five-kilometer radius, so I was like... Oh no, that sucks. So Did I was able even... oh, no. I was able to meet up with one friend for a picnic because it was just in my five kilometer radius. Oh, that sucks. So we were just chilling and like we just were at a park and we like <laughs> we decided we'll just play handball or some shit because <laughs> we don't we didn't know what to do because mm. couldn't couldn't go back to his place or anything because oh not allowed to go to friends houses or anything because you might get covid <laughs> i mean understandable i just yeah. feel like covid restrictions are so strict like some points it made it made sense, sense. at some points some points and at other points it's like there was the one that we had here and it's just like at one point it was like <laughs> you can go around people's houses but there can only be five of you in a house which is so funny to me because I lived in a household with five guys or four guys. So yeah. that's five of us. And we were like, so what you're telling us is that no one can come visit. <laughs> yeah, because you've already got the, the limit of people. Yeah. yeah. And it was so funny because <laughs> my partner at the time, um, Kugel, I don't know why I said it like that. Kugel, um, his family was five people. So he was just like, can, can our family not visit them? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can only have five people in a household yeah. and i was just like oh damn yeah like which it's just like how are we meant to do that because if it's five <laughs> people to our household and there's already five what happens if you're a household of six people do i do we kick someone out the house <laughs> yeah i think uh 
when it came to i guess the way as the state governments here worked it out basically like oh if you've got a household with more people that's fine like that's okay but like just don't you can't have any visitors essentially <laughs> so yeah and then i think one way they also worded it at some point was oh your family members in or any members of the household don't count so visitors could still come over. They never, they never said that to us. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, no, five people only. <laughs> All right, yes, five of you, there's six of you in a household, one of you's going to have to leave. <laughs> it's like Rookie Games says hello and says, watermelon, air melon, earth melon, fire melon, the Ella melons. Okay. <laughs> I don't Ella know if... Yoshi. It's like, we got the hungry Yoshi in the chat. But yeah. I I need a good toilet. Am I allowed to nip to the toilet? I'm really sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. Like, I've done that on some podcasts. I'm just like, crap, I need okay, to. Okay, 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 okay. I'll be back in like a minute. I really need to pee. <laughs> it's like bunny nade runs, runs to the toilet. I'll, I'll speed pee. You can time me. <laughs> it's like speed pee puts the timer on, like, and goes, one minute. <laughs> nah. You start playing like really intense, like, battle music also good to pee, and it's like speed pee time. Let's go. <laughs> Back in just a moment. I'm so sorry. Oh, good. I'll read chat and talk with chat. <laughs> yes, Bunny Nade's gonna hop to the button. Funny enough, uh, Bunny Nade is not a bunny; just has a bunny uh, outfit, actually. So, there's a fun fact. <laughs> yeah. It's a like dream Minecraft speedrun music. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really much. Uh, I haven't really watched a lot of. Uh, dream really like i've heard about dream but and like all that sort of stuff but i'm i'm more of an og minecraft person from like the og minecraft days so i don't know a lot of stuff about modern minecraft even though i do play it i just don't keep up to date with the trends in minecraft but yeah so we've talked about many different things so far like we went from Talking about, I guess, differences with Maccas between the different countries. And we also have talked a bit about uh, COVID and a bit of the history and some topics on VTubers. But we still have many more things we can talk about, like crap tons. Didn't watch my stream either. Preferred Dan TDM. Yeah, I used to watch Dan TDM a lot more back in the day. Uh, plus with some of the other OG Minecrafters. Like, I watched a little bit of Skyder's Minecraft, but not too much back in the day. Uh, there was also Stampy back in the day. Iblistic Squid. A lot of them, because they were more like the, I guess... I don't know. I was much more into the all-ages kind of friendlier streamers. Dr. Trey. I feel like I remember that. I feel like I remember that, but so long ago now that I probably wouldn't know. But what else have we got? I'm gonna I'm just skimming through the topics as well that I still need to talk about. Cause I've got many things that I could still bring up. So Yeah. What else have we got? Like, if you, if you guys in chat have anything that you want us to talk about, you guys are very much welcome to to suggest things. 
I might not see everything, but we'll see. Ah, yeah, I remember that. Dr. Traoris, yeah. Say, like, welcome back. Hi. Oh, well, I feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, COVID, the COVID rules, like, at some points, I feel like, and this is, I think, there was a report that was done, at least in Australia's handling of the pandemic, that basically said at the time, some of, most, some of the restrictions were necessary, but some just weren't and would not have made a difference at all. Yeah, I feel like, I don't think we had that, but I feel like it was kind of acknowledged at one point. And it was like, these things didn't really help. Yeah. And... I know there was a bunch they tried to do, and most people, like, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't really help, let's say. Yeah, it probably added a lot more complications than what would have. Yeah. Yeah, like, one rule that came in in my state during uh, the heavy sort of lockdown period was because they wanted to restrict people, like, travelling between local government areas. For people that had jobs in different local government areas where the restrictions were tighter, it was just like, oh, uh, you need this form and paperwork to, to basically prove that you're going to this area. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get that when I was traveling to and from uh, uni, which is the pain in the ass oh thing God. in the world. Because yeah. um, I had to get this thing from my uni, from my landlord, and to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm moving back to uni. I also had to get a thing from my workplace. Uh, uh. And um it was it was so i had a thing from my workplace saying i had to start commuting back to my workplace mm. and um for a reference like if i was trying to commute from my workplace from where i lived at uni it would have taken me seven hours <laughs> so oh, it was kind of like i can't right. do that yeah. so it was kind of like i obviously would have to move for it so it was yeah. a bit easier because i had a job to move home than it was for some people who didn't have jobs to move home yeah but yeah, it was. I needed like so much paperwork to go home and to come to uni. Like it was just a pain in my ass to move. Yeah, I was lucky that with the area that I was traveling to, because it was much more going up the mountain region. Basically, I just had to travel forty minutes to get to where I needed to each day. But I all I needed was just paperwork from the place I was working at to say, hey, uh, he works here. We kind of need him on site like each day mm. so it's all so if a police officer pulled me over i would just be like show them that and they were like oh that's, that's all right but I, they never had any police checking that that region so i just drove straight there and back no issues but for my dad who worked in one of the more stricter local government areas he pretty much had to get this paperwork submit it to the government to kind of say that he's able to go there and it was yuck. It was yuck. I I know one of our managers uh lived in a different area to us and uh he com he commuted to our area for work. Hmm. And uh I know his area got put in like a really big lockdown at one point. Right. And even though he had the paperwork to leave to go to work, because obviously he's needed, he is a manager. Yeah. I remember that the police were like, "No, no, you can't leave. This place is severely locked down." And he's like, 
if I have the paperwork to leave? And they're just like, no, no, you stay. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I remember it took a lot for him to be able to start coming to work because he had to. And yeah. it was just like, I cannot imagine being in, like, I was lucky. It was just like, I needed a letter to like, or, or I needed some paperwork. It wasn't really a letter. Yeah. Basically be like, this person works in this location, which is too far to commute. They need to move closer. Yeah. Which is very... Yeah, um, I think uh, Hungry Yoshi was asking, I think in response to my question, was the paperwork used every day? Uh, so in terms of like when my dad was traveling, like because that area was in heavy lockdown, like it, they even had nighttime curfews for their lockdown. Oh no, that was a bad time. Yeah, like they, they put in nighttime curfews, which was the only sort of region they did it in. And a lot of the public response to that was that they felt it was kind of racially targeted because those areas had a lot more minorities. So they basically kind I mean, of were targeting them. That's the thing, right? Is like there was so one of the areas I know because my friend went to uni there had a large like population. It was like it was a racial obviously it's not a common race in England. Yeah. But it was it had a large quantity of that race. And I remember them being like, oh why are we in like a severe lockdown because it's us? And it's like, well just because you guys just so happen to have more cases. It's not anything to do with race. Yeah. And there was like a huge thing about it. And it's like it, it, look, just because it just it's a coincidence that there's more like of your race here and there's a more of the case here like it's nothing to be like oh we're pointing fingers at you it's yeah it's literally just how it is yeah and i think the interesting thing like in our case i think it in our state it was a little different like uh the the areas where the, where there was these larger minorities uh compare in comparison to like the say we say the like the northern beaches region in sydney they had the same amount of cases, but didn't have the same restrictions. So they were kind mm -hmm. of going, okay, that's a little bit offensive because it's like this area has the same amount of cases. Why are they having more restrictions when these guys can basically kind of just carry on? Yeah. Like it, it doesn't make sense. And no like i understand like maybe it's just because maybe the area is more dense or something but like it's still it still seems a bit unfair even if the area is more dense yeah. it's like it's the same amount of cases it should be yeah. the same everywhere at one point they literally had uh police helicopters going over those areas and like sort of basically using Jesus. they had them going over and this was like recorded or like by a bunch of people living in those areas like they had police helicopters telling people to go inside and what the hell and and like to think that was like that's like only 20 minutes away from my area i was just thinking what like that's crazy yeah i was just thinking wait what do they what do they think this is like do they think they're just gonna suddenly mass control the population and go yeah you you guys go inside go inside <laughs> it's like it's, that's like that's so bad yeah like, it, I don't it's think it was that, so bad that feels like that has like even 
I get, I get, like trying to keep people safe, but there's also an extent of freedom if you're not even letting people yeah. go in their back gardens. Yeah, like just having helicopters going around and going like and stay inside and like it's curfew it's and so. It's like there was definitely some problems here where the pandemic powers were definitely abused. Uh, yeah, but. One of the funniest cases, which also is one of the most ridiculous cases, which one of the other states just laughed at so much, was this person, I think this was in, just some some person was like going out, and this was at the beginning of the pandemic, this person was going out for a run, which he could legally do because it's exercise, grabbing takeaway kebab as well, so a takeaway kebab, and the police literally pulled him over. For, for for going on a run and grabbing a kebab. I mean, to be fair, he shouldn't have grabbed the kebab. <laughs> I mean... Well, he went on the run, so I, I don't know what it's, it's like. It's kind of... It's, it's like he's still exercising, technically. Walking is still exercising as well. Yeah, but he went <laughs> out to get a kebab as well. I don't know. That's like a grey area. Yeah, I mean... And then, like, this, literally this elderly woman, like, uh, probably in her 70s or 80s, like, she was just going out for some leisure, obviously, to kind of get outside of the house and go for a walk, which is Canada's exercise. Like, sat down for, like, five minutes, got pulled over by a cop, basically. Sorry, she was catching her breath. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah a cop literally just was like, no, you need to, you need to leave. Like you need to go That's home. So <laughs> like I was just like, what? And then we the, weren't that bad. Yeah, the pandemic powers here were just so abusive in some areas. Like some and cops literally could just kind of do whatever. And all the MPs definitely abused it. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, we have a bit of a mm-hmm. case that happened with. Uh, I'm not going to say because uh, I don't want to get too much into politics, but. A particular prime minister in recent times that kind of took up a bunch of ministerial positions because he feared that it would be a, a utilized by others that he didn't agree with. So okay, that didn't happen. I was just went out and had a fucking party after saying it was illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like our prime minister was basically at the time was like, "Oh, I'm going to take all your ministerial portfolios so I can use them in case you have COVID and make decisions." Uh, yeah, oh, this sounds like a control freak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's unsafe. Yeah. I think the idea of giving someone so much power over a country is so unhealthy because, oh like, that could go yeah. to their head so quickly. Especially oh, with countries yeah. like as big as like Australia and America, where it's huge. Oh, yeah. Like, I think not- I think this prime minister dreamed of being probably a president or something. <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, in England, it's obviously not as big. But, yeah. But, like, I feel like still. I feel like it should definitely be more of a community thing because it's yeah. it's huge. Like I don't know. It's just like why are they the only ones making decisions? Should they not ask everyone? Like I know it's like oh I have all these ideas, but it's like what if I like the idea from that guy better and I want to vote for that guy's <laughs> yeah. decision on how he puts egg farms 
down and but i like yeah. your way of how you have shops open at 8 a.m instead of 7 a.m like <laughs> yeah like it's 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 like uh you've got one group that goes yeah we support and want to uh subscribe to bunny Nade. but then uh there's another group that's like no we don't want to do that like it's, it's, it's discussion right like you can like someone doing one game but not like it when they play another game so you'll go off and watch something else but then you want to see like it's, it's not going to be consistent all the time yeah and it's like you can't just have one thing all the time like mm. it's like you want to have multiple pieces of the pie that you can choose from and kind yeah of so it's like I don't know. I think the idea of only having one is appalling, and I think it should definitely be more of a voting thing. Yeah, but yeah. like, it's it's yeah. <laughs> the world is so it's complex. On. <laughs> it's yeah. The, the world's I just want to be in my own bubble. Yeah, I just I just want to from it all. Yeah, like I'm. It's like I guess uh. We'll move to a more interesting topic, I guess. Uh, oh man, so have you ever played Genshin Impact? <laughs> it's like, oh hell, <laughs> it's like hell. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like uh, I, I I tried playing Genshin at one point. I just couldn't get into it, like personally. Understandable. Like I, I found weirdly enough, like I tried Tower of Fantasy, and like I was able to get into that a little bit more. <laughs> It's... I tried the beta test for that, and I don't oh, know if boy. they've changed it since, but I know in the beta test they used a lot of Genshin's assets, and I was a bit like, yikes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Tower Fantasy was able to hook me better on like just the engagement factor in the beginning. Like I haven't played it for a long time now, but it, it, it sort of caught my eye much easier than Genshin. Like Maybe just because it had a bit of a easier structure at, in the beginning. I feel like yeah, I feel like Genshin to get into it really. It, this is something I do hate about it because I played through recently on another account because I wanted to play through a free to play version, hmm. and um, it was. I was like, man, is it really this slow to get going? Like, it feels yeah. so slow to get going. Like at my other one, like I'm obviously like ready for like anything because I'm like at the like max of everything. So it's like everything's yeah. fine. I just sort of follow the ball. But when you when you're getting going, it's I can understand why people drop it because it feels so sluggish. Yeah, like, it's not like just like to continue in the story, like past the first chapter, you have to be at a certain level, which requires like a good day or two of grind. Which I can see yeah. why people would be like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, I find like maybe back in the day, like back when I was like a kid, I used to be much more of a gamer that could just go and grind. Like, because I just was like, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, all right, yeah, I'll do some mm. bit of grinding, just a bit of fun here and there. But then I guess ever since, like, I guess the term again, like ever since I became an adult, I kind of just want to chill a lot more and just kind of not grind so much. This is going to sound super opposite, actually. Like, as a kid, I would play anything and everything because it was like hmm. i want to dip my toes into this this and this like just try everything hardcore like bin like i would push through like six games in a week that wow. sort of thing but now i'm like i just want to chill i just want that one game i can mindlessly grind to 
and then yeah. I just I I go on, I mindlessly grind some Genshin, I forget to shut the program, it <laughs> racks up sixteen hours of playtime because it's open as I do everything else on my PC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I find that I don't know, like I just I just don't feel like I wanna grind in games anymore like i just want to i just want to like have a chill experience like i don't mind a little bit of grind here and there as long as i take my time at it and don't feel like i'm forced i guess to do some grinding i I don't think i like it in like i I feel so like i feel like i say this a lot to people Hmm. genshin's really an exception for a lot of things for me and one of them is i don't like grindy games like things like monster hunter is a good example Hmm. i don't I like it, but I don't like it enough to keep going back to it. Yeah. And like I I don't like those really grinding mind like I don't like Elden Ring, like that concept of like grinding. I don't like Yeah. Like I love Minecraft to an extent, but when it's like you gotta grind all these materials to build a big house, I'm like, no, just put me in creative mode. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, something that's interesting because um, I know you were sort of commenting on like my Sonic Frontiers footage earlier, and yeah. Sonic Frontiers, the way I describe it, because it doesn't feel like a grindy experience at all, really. Like it feels, if if it if it did, it, it's kind of like a fun, a really fun version of grinding, mm. I guess, because like Sonic Frontiers has five islands you can explore. And you have a lot of options on how you want to obtain different things to progress the story. And it's like, you kind of go in, oh, you want to fight the, 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 I guess, what we would call it? Like, it's not really at the Titan bosses, because you have the big Titan bosses, but then you have, like, the, I guess, the Shadow of the Colossus-style bosses in the world. You can choose to fight them if you want, but you don't have to, because you can go and, like, just go fish with Big if you want to grind for some stuff and it's kind of chill and relaxing plus you could then defeat some enemies in the open world you could collect items through like smashing some boxes that's this is how i feel about genshin because like you saying that i'm like i can do that all in genshin (laughs) yeah yeah it's like and i think with sonic's sort of moveset it just feels right to do it like it's yeah like I guess it's like also like what play mechanics you like. Like I, yeah. I oh, before Genshin, Breath of the Wild was one of my favorite games. It still is. Like don't get mm. me wrong, I love that sort of thing. Of I love that play style, and because it kind of takes that play style and adds a bit more waifu and fantasy to it, I think mm. that's why I really like it. Because it takes all those things you just said, but adds yeah. a play style to it that makes me really enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite things to do in in Frontiers, and I know this is probably seen by some, probably more of the core Sonic fans, even though I consider myself a core Sonic fan. Like, a lot of the core Sonic fans felt that cyberspace in Frontiers was the weakest part of the game. I still enjoyed it. Like, I still thought it was good, because even though it literally rehashes old level designs into this cyberspace mechanic and slaps green hill skins or whatever on it it just feels right because it's kind of like that arcade style sonic like it's just that yeah traditional sonic that breaks away from the open world i love traditional sonic 
like, like I, I'm not like a new Sonic fan, but I definitely uh, I have all the old old like retro Sega games. Ah, okay. So <laughs> like you I would... love that style. Yeah, so like you would say like games like Sonic One, Two, Three, Three yes, and Knuckles. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Sonic. I I loved the was a remake one, Sonic Mania. I loved that one because yeah. it was just so much fun. I would say this doesn't feel quite obviously the same as like mm. those, but it does have some of that two D to it. But there's also some three D levels, so it kind of adds a bit of that adventure slash unleashed kind of era stuff yeah. as well. And I mean, I'm more of the Sonic Adventure kind of unleashed fan. That's fair. Like, I love how there's like also like the genres of Sonic fan. Some only like yeah. the 3D, some only like the 2D. Like, I love I have, that difference. Yeah, like I have the high respect for the 2D games because it's what started the series. And I still enjoy the 2D games. Like they're good to me. But I just love the story driven Sonic games, like Sonic Adventure, Adventure 2. Colors. I think that's the only one 3D, like the 3D one that I actually really, really enjoyed. Which I feel really bad because I love Sonic as like a franchise. Yeah. Like I love all the animations and stuff. Yeah, the 3D think... just didn't get me, and I really liked the colors though. I think uh, one of the biggest advantages, like probably to 2D Sonic fans, was colors had a lot of 2D platforming. So it did. I think that's partly why I loved it so much because it yeah. mixed the 2D in very well. Yeah, I think the 2D was really solid. Uh, I do wish there was more 3D personally, but I mean, it still had its quality traits. Like, I mean, you had really cool level design ideas, like with the 2D platforming, the set pieces, the music. I like, love the music in that game. Oh, uh, like, I think every Sonic game hits it good with the music. It's like. Oh, yeah, but I think I'm a little biased to Sonic Colors. Yeah. Sonic Colors is some of my favorite music, but it'll never beat Chemical Plant in my head. I know people uh, say Hydro City, but like. Yeah, Chemical Plant, yeah. I think a lot of Sonic fans nowadays tend to be really annoyed with hearing about the classic level design tropes because they're just being reused in 3D a lot. Hey, there is nothing wrong with reusing old school assets. Look at Pokemon and Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I why think, is Pikachu everywhere? I think why Sonic fans are annoyed at it is because you had Sonic Generations bring back classic levels. Then you had Sonic 4, which basically reused kind of level tropes from the past. Then you had yeah. Sonic Lost World take classic elements into modern Sonic and forces mania and i guess frontiers to an extent so a lot of i guess the 3d sonic fans are kind of just like man you're just reusing yeah. assets i mean i wouldn't complain coming from the from the 2d platform era yeah. but like yeah I, I can see why you'd maybe be a bit salty yeah i think the solution like and this is what a lot of people have been saying for a while in the in the series like the fan base has been saying you had mania why haven't we had a mania 2 yeah mania was so much i might have i might have been very angry at it but why isn't there more <laughs> of that that yeah. was so much fun like frontiers i think kind of the good thing about frontiers is like while it's not perfect like there's still some flaws to kind of address with the game like cyberspace was good but it could be better i think 
Like, there could have been definitely some more originality to cyberspace, maybe. Maybe some more levels, like, a bit more solid platforming in some areas. And obviously the pop-in with the textures just loading in in the distance and assets, like, can be a bit jarring, especially for Switch players. Uh, (laughs) I think... I think... Moving forward, like, the series should really focus on the strengths of the 2D series with Mania, like, have a sequel to Mania, or, like, another classic series of some kind. Mm. And then Frontiers can be built on for a sequel or something like it that continues on with that concept of the open world and the islands and still keep cyberspace, but I know there's some 3D Sonic fans that at this point are saying, get rid of cyberspace, (laughs) but... (laughs) I, I, I want cyberspace, but like an original level design cyberspace, like with just new mm-hmm. level designs. Because Sega's shown many times they could make a really good Sonic like level, like with a different sort of different like concept of location. Like Colors had many cool locations to travel to. Yeah, Colors was so good when it came to location. Like every location felt different. Yeah, and, and I... like it felt unique with a personality, whereas. The other, like, couple I tried, it just felt like I was just in the same place with different music. Yeah, I think, like, the Sonic series to me, and I think to a lot of Sonic fans, used to be known for having some really cool original level design ideas. Like, you'd have Mm. so many different locations, and it felt so different that, like, Mm. it's it's not the same old Mario tropes of, like, here's a sand level, here's a grass level. Bro, Mario is like, okay... Mario is great and all, but I think it's so the same, the same. It's like, okay, it was fun to play, but it wasn't like every... Like, I liked Odyssey. It was fun. It just felt like I was playing Galaxy with more things in it. Like, I loved Galaxy. I feel like Galaxy was probably one of the most polished Mario games ever. Yeah, it's probably Galaxy mixed with, like, Sunshine and Mario 64. I guess. Don't get me started on Mario 64. <laughs> I liked that game, but I have a very strong opinion on that game, which makes a lot of people think I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, before Frontiers, like, I think Frontiers, weirdly enough, like, even though with its flaws, like, and some Sonic fans may agree, some may disagree, like, I consider Frontiers one of my favorite Sonic games. In all honesty, it's one of my favorites because it's a it's a new concept. It's it's taking it's doing something fresh for the series, while also sticking to what the series is known for. Like mm. like the story the series has been known for having good storylines since the adventure days, and even the classics told good stories, even though there was no cutscenes or anything. It still told a story, and like it's it it does story really well. It's not the best Sonic story. Like, I still think that Sonic Adventure 2 and probably some of the other earlier 2000 Sonic games have some amazing storytelling. What sort of happened, I think, around the Colors era? And this is not just me, like, sort of, I guess, sniping on Colors, because I do like a lot of the things about Colors. But... <laughs> you sniping on Colors. <laughs> do that to me. I think... From the Colors era, like, and this isn't to blame for the game devs or anything like that. It's more the 
the direction from like the story directors at the time. They were kind of like, let's make Sonic into a Saturday morning cartoon style story instead of a shonen. Mm. And and then the the cringy dialogue sort of started there, where like you had the whole sort of Baldy McNose hair jokes and. <laughs> Hey, they were good. They can be, but then they kept reusing they were, those. Okay. okay, they were good for like the first couple times, like games they used it, and then afterwards, yeah. like okay, yeah, <laughs> like it was good for that sort of for the for that game. But then they continued yeah. they continued that sort of story style into Generations and Lost World. The Boom era sort of came out of that as well with the Boom TV show and and the comedy. Like, okay. The Boom TV show, though, was actually really funny. Yeah, the Boom TV show, they had good people with that. And I think yeah. they they did good on that, especially it picked up more over time and got even better. Then Sonic Forces tried to go in a different direction with the storytelling, but they still had the same story writers, which kind of let it down because anytime the game tried to be serious with the storytelling like saying oh sonic was tortured or something it suddenly just got into oh no he's alive now it's all good and it's like man i hate i hate that in like games and tv series i'm looking at you game of thrones <laughs> yeah where it's like I'm gonna take this character and we're gonna kill him and then they're like never mind he's alive again yeah, and it's like don't do that, leave them dead. <laughs> yeah, and like I think uh, Sonic Frontiers was kind of made in response to Sonic Forces because Sonic Forces, while it was trying to go for that same energy of like, oh, we've got like the same people that worked on Colors and Generations. Yeah, it was not the same people. A lot of those people actually left, and they had a shell of their former team to work on fr- uh, Forces. Sad. A lot of them actually went on to develop Mario games, funny enough. And I mean, fair. Fair? Like, they probably got paid better, probably, and they probably... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so then Lost World, Forces, like, those games kind of... Well, Forces kind of got cut really heavily with the budget because after Sonic Boom, the games failed, even though that wasn't Sonic Team's fault. Sega was kind of just like, yeah, we're going to cut the funding to Sonic because uh, because Boom failed. So, so Forces came I- as a result of Sega. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad because like, I feel like that era of Sonic was just kind of like clown era. <laughs> it, yeah, it was clown like everyone era. Everyone just saw it as a meme, and it made me feel so bad because it was like it's it's a good franchise. It's just yeah, it's in a rough and part right now. Like Pokemon was. Yeah, it was in a rough part, like Pokemon was, except probably much worse. And and this also was at a time when they just recovered from the failure of like Sonic 06. because mm. 06 was a disaster like in terms of development it was a big disaster so unleashed came as a result of that and unleashed was a good step in the right direction then colors came and then yeah generations like everyone was like man the series is back at high sort of standing again like it's a good quality franchise then lost world came 
bit of a hit and miss title, but kind of made sense for the time. But just they decided to change what was working, and I think that was the biggest problem that Sonic Team at the time tried to do: change what was working when they could have refined what was already working. Yeah, like there's so many games companies out there that will like they'll take what's what's working and be like, okay, okay, how can we improve this? And sometimes it's best leaving the things that work to work, and then just yeah, like improve on it instead of changing it. Because I feel like if you change it, then it's that's people are like, no, no, <laughs> it was yeah. working. Let me have that. Yeah, like just imagine you had like three Mario games where the formula was like pretty good, but it was kind of getting a bit stale. And that's the point. That's at a point where you kind of go, okay, how do we change this? But if it's at a point where it hasn't really reached its full potential yet, and it still has more to go to be good. And they'd suddenly just go a complete 180 into something completely different. You kind of just go, what? <laughs> like, Yeah, you just kind of go, why? Yeah, you just go, why? Like, it's working. And you almost had it at, you almost had like a magnum opus of a title there. And that's what Sega almost had after Generations. Like, you had colors and Generations, and then you just suddenly 180 into something else. This is sad, isn't it? I'm hoping that Sega doesn't do this with Frontiers, like the gameplay style of Frontiers, and go, oh, we've got two games where this is good. We could go for a third game with even better stuff or just 180 into something else. <laughs> oh, I, I hate that game companies think more with money rather than, like... Like, in like it's you see it more in indie games, right? Where it's, like, yeah. it's clear the, the heart is in there, but in, like, company games, you just... They don't you care. Don't feel for the that most part. as much. No, and it's so sad because there's like, I feel like there's some companies like, I, maybe it's just I'm biased, but I feel like mm. the people that make Kirby and the people that make Zelda genuinely do put their hearts into it. Yeah. <laughs> but then mm. I've, I've maybe maybe it's just me because I I haven't touched the new one, but I feel like with Pokemon, from like. I'd say like black and white era, maybe X and Y. It just felt like the heart wasn't in it, and it just felt like it yeah. was losing it. And it was just like, this feels more like a money grab at this point than because you yeah. like the franchise now. Yeah, after like Black Two and White Two with the with the Pokemon games, like I kind of just didn't follow it really afterwards. Like I was just kind of sitting there on the like fence. With Pokemon, X and Y was like the like a good story, but I feel like some of the stuff in it was a bit lackluster, mm. which is why people don't see it as highly. But I think it's got a it's got some really good story. I think. Yeah, and then suddenly I think Sword and Shield came around, and I was kind of intrigued a little bit. But then, because my best friend, like he's a full on Pokemon fan, and he also gets the fifa games every year he's like he's oh just, god <laughs> he's just like he's like oh you got to play the new pokemon sword and shield at the time and i'm like oh maybe and then i played sword for a while but i wasn't as sort of driven yeah. deep into it and I then really yeah then legends arceus came around and I looked at that and I was like, is this what I want in a Pokemon game, though? Not really. I feel like it did it really well in, like, a new type of Pokemon, but it mm. wasn't, like, Pokemon 
everyone knows. And it yeah. made me really, really sad. Yeah. I liked it. But I was like, I don't like, I said this about, I said this about, um, about like when they were bringing out Scarlet and Violet. I was like, I don't want it to be Legends Arceus. And I don't, I want it to be like how it was originally. But maybe I'm just old. Yeah. I don't want it to be like, that yeah i don't want them to try for something else so many people are like no that's what we want that's what we want and i'm like maybe that's you but i like yeah. the generic rpg where you follow the roots yes same i like i, I like i like the traditional i like the traditional, I like the traditional approach <laughs> yeah i like the traditional top-down pokemon personally but if they could just yes, do that in 3d when they if they could they just did do that with maybe. Diamond and Pearl, and it looked so good when they remade yeah, it. Yeah, like, I bought, I I bought loved those. The re- I loved the remakes. Like, I was like, if they just did this, I would be so much happier. Yeah. But I, if they could do that, like, but put it like in, say, a world kind of like Scarlet and Violet, but just put it like a traditional Pokemon game where you follow the roots, but in like that full 3D effect to it. Mm. And you just like and have a bit more storytelling, like to kind of bring you along with the game. Like that's all I would want. Even, yeah. Even if they like separate it and made it like so the Legends Arceus was one series and you had your top down regular Pokemon series. I think yeah. that would be great too, because then you'd get different fans or like all the fans would like it and Yeah. Cause I don't think I would play cause I liked Arceus, but I didn't finish it. It wasn't like it wasn't a hundred percent my cup of tea. It wasn't mm. like everything I was hoping for in life, um, but it was it was good. Mm. But I think I would stick to just the top downs because I really like them. Yeah, I love the top down Pokemon games. Like it just feels mm. it like I don't like this whole idea of like adding all these bunch of different mechanics like Z moves and whatever. <laughs> I think um, Mega Evolutions was my extent because I thought yeah, it was, it was a cool thing. It kind of added to it, but then like afterwards, it was like, please stop. And then they added the fancy hats this time. Everyone's like, it's so dope. And I'm like, no, they just look like clowns. <laughs> I yeah. hate it. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't like a lot of these new concepts where they're just like, oh, you can have crystallized forms. I'm like, do I want that? No, I, no, I, <laughs> no, I don't. Give me my, give me my Mega Evolutions. <laughs> Like, I know they tried to steer away from it because the lore of it is it really hurts the Pokemon, but at the same time, it's like, don't give me something so cool and then tell me that you're not going to bring it back. <laughs> yeah, and, like, what, funny enough, my best friend, like, actually had a good idea when it came to... uh, so this He had this idea of why not just make it a Pokemon game where you could travel, like, multiple regions. Like Yes, like, you can in Heart Gold and Soul Silver where you can do Johto and Kanto. Yeah, why not have that, but in the 3D sort of world concept where you can go from Johto to Kanto to Buddy Hoenn to make Sinnoh? It, make it paid DLC. <laughs> it's like ex- extra money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, there's your extra money. Develop each region and release them as paid DLC. People will pay for it. <laughs> I would pay for it. And maybe you can get money to optimize your games better. <laughs> See, no more bugs. And, yeah. oh, man. and so many people no try to validate that issues. game for the bugs. Oh, and like the frame rates. And I was like, it, I, I encountered so many in my first 30 minutes that it put me off. And people were like, no, no, just get past them. Just get past them. And I'm like, I shouldn't have to just get past them. Uh, like, if I'm playing like 
<laughs> any other game i'm probably not going to encounter that many bugs in the first 30 minutes like yeah that shouldn't be a thing yeah like i was actually and i don't really always look at metacritic reviews or any big sort of game reviews because i most of the time i'm just like i'll, I'll look at them just to get an idea of where the general population mm. is sitting with them and whether i want to pick it up or not and when I actually read some of these reviews, like, I actually saw IGN's review on Scarlet and Violet, and I was just, like, laughing at 6 out of 10. I was just like, hey, yo, you can't be hating on Sonic now for, like, getting 7 out of 10 for Frontiers. Well, like, boys, like, come on, like, <laughs> if this was any other game, you would not back it up. You would oh. not be like, oh, if you just get off the frame rate and, like, all the glitching, it's, like, totally fine. You would be like, boys, you shouldn't, you would be asking for, re if this was fucking yeah. Cyberpunk or, like, an Elder Scrolls No one game would be accepting anything, the bugs. No, you would be fucking Elden Ring. You would be fucking shitting on it so hard. You wouldn't back it up. <laughs> because it's Pokemon, you're, like, yeah. got to back up that frame rate and stuff and just say get past it and it's a brilliant game yeah. no they shouldn't have released it with the bugs that's like saying sonic 06 was a masterpiece but it had bugs and glitches <laughs> you know what else is a masterpiece skyrim skyrim <laughs> like my fridge <laughs> like it's funny like Aztec says here like who do you think you are sammy classic sonic fan <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm totally being like Sammy Classic Sonic fan and going like it's like like Sonic, like Sonic. <laughs> no, like I, I honestly I think like I. I laughed. I laughed at at Sammy Classic Sonic fan back in the day. Funny enough, it was all just an act from him actually. <laughs> yeah, but it's still funny. It was so funny, but like, I mean, he kind of had a point because at the time like even like some pretty good games in the sonic series did get some pretty unfair criticisms like from reviewers but i mean it comes down to preference at the end of the day like whether people like that game or not yeah, like like it's based on preference right to whether you like it and for me in my opinion like if a game is that especially from a triple a if it is that buggy and laggy it's a huge turn off because it's like yeah well i don't want that from a <laughs> i can make a game that does that <laughs> yeah like <laughs> i think that i think that with like the triple a titles there should be at least a bit higher level of expectation oh, from these teams God, just... especially something like pokemon they can afford it like yeah like i'm sorry they they don't deserve what they got for like, that. I people the fact that that's the best selling Switch title, I'm like a uh, bit like, no, yeah. they don't deserve that. I, I was completely gobsmacked when I heard that it was the fastest selling Pokemon title on the Switch. And the and best I, selling I was like, I don't I don't mean this in a funny way. But with all the bugs and shit in it, you don't deserve that. Yeah, they don't because it's going to encourage it. them to make it more. Yeah, that's what I said to my best friend. Like, and he could even agree with that. He could agree. He was like, even though he likes Scarlet and Violet, he he's like, yeah, there's a lot of problems with this game. Like, it it, it deserves fair criticism, and I'm like, yeah, it does. Like, it it's deserves not getting fair criticism. I hate I hate that about like it's it's most actually the Pokemon company is terrible for it for yeah. getting ass lickers and stuff and people would just be like oh yeah it's, it's, it's pokemon what yeah. are you gonna do about it and it's like well they could do a lot they have the money yeah it's like i was saying to my best friend maybe it's kind of time for 
the Pokemon company to kind of either they step it up with the next game with Game Freak and actually try and put some effort in, or they go to another team and say, hey, can you make a new Pokemon game and give us a concept and say yeah, if you like it? Like, like I'm pretty sure. I... How they're going with it is just. Game Freak was fine when it was 2D, but yeah. I think now it's just not working for them because like yeah like the ever 3d game was appalling too with bugs and stuff and it's like you should either have more qa testers or be aware of what you're doing yeah or hire some more developers that are more experienced in the world of 3d stuff because it's it's not even it's not even like development right so the bugs and stuff they can still fix that but if they're not getting the qa people like acknowledging these bugs and like double checking it like they should have like a huge qa team on a project like pokemon but yeah apparently they don't yeah funny enough with uh, sonic frontiers development it was. It's interesting because, like, the game is in is a step in the right direction. Obviously, not perfect. They had to beg Sega for one extra year of development on that game because Sega was gonna just say, "Yeah, release it last year," sort of thing. And it would have been so bad if they released it last year because the game would have been in much in a much worse state than what it is. And at the same time now that they've seen the success of Sonic Frontiers and they've seen it actually get some relatively decent reception from people, they've actually already done their first patch update with the game. Plus, they're already hiring new developers. So That's the difference, though. Some companies will take like that positive criticism and then work on it. And then yeah. there's others that will get it and be like, cool, right, leave that thing to rot. Yeah. I think uh, like Sonic Team's kind of learned a little bit, and I think it's probably not really much Sonic Team's fault for the for a lot of the previous kind of failures, but it's more Sega not trusting their teams. And mm. at, the, at the same time, Sega's now seen the success of the Sonic movies, and they've seen that the franchise still has a very strong standing, even with the games being in a more mediocre sort of state. So yeah. I think they've now seen, oh, we should be giving Sonic Team more money. Why weren't we doing this before? And because they didn't love it. <laughs> and be- they didn't know what love was. They didn't know how to love the franchise. Like they, It's like, no. in comparison, they would always put a lot of effort into the Yakuza franchise. Like, the Yakuza franchise always got a lot of love from Sega and always had a passionate team. Sonic Team have always been passionate, but they've been limited by the funding. Like, they don't have that many employees in their team. So now to see that Sega's kind of gone, oh, we should actually put money into this franchise and get more devs, that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> like, like, And I'm just happy to see that finally, because I guess for me as a Sonic fan and it's, as my favorite game mm-hmm. si- series in all of gaming, it's just finally good to see Sonic actually get some kind of love from the creators <laughs> yeah i feel like i feel like pokemon i don't know it's just i feel like it's slowly um it's not dying as such but i do it's, feel like it's definitely it's stagnating going down that hole. yeah i and the problem is, is that people are still buying it <laughs> yeah i don't hate it it just makes me sad because 
I didn't want to see it go like this. <laughs> yeah. It's I... making the franchise anywhere near as much as I used to because it's like, it just feels like they're treating it like quick and easy money now rather than actually. Yeah. Like... I think the first yeah. sign of that to me was like Pokemon Go. Like, I, like, I didn't mind Pokemon Go. But, Pokemon Go was fun. But it, I feel like that was the first point where sort of Nintendo was like, ooh, we can make money on mobile games. Let's put Pokemon into a mobile game. <sighs> that temptation. I mean, some of the Pokemon mobile games were fun. Maybe not Masters. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I I like how I'm about to say this. Maybe making Pokemon into a gacha wasn't a good idea. <laughs> I don't like yeah. gacha games in general. Yeah, like it's just all about the gacha gods. It's like I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna like spend money, get these characters, and I'm gonna Yeah, I <laughs> I, I I feel I this is gonna make me sound like such a hypocrite as someone that plays Genshin. <laughs> I don't actually like the idea of having to pay to basically yeah. get another way to play. Like, if it's, like, paying for a small bundle of characters, maybe I paid a set amount and I got the characters. Like, that's still fine. <laughs> but, like, I don't like this thing where it's, like, especially how some some are, where it's, like, there's no pity. You're not guaranteed to get the characters and you're just rolling and rolling and rolling. Yeah. Like, I, I can't. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand this obsession with gacha. Funny enough, Sonic Team tried to do this with a uh, with a mobile game, Sonic Runners, before they ended up uh, stopping the game after a year. <laughs> Sonic yeah, Runners. I it was it was fun. It was actually a really fun mobile Sonic game, like an endless runner in two D. It was so good. Mm. And then they had the roulette wheel, and I was just like, I mean, hey. It, it's it was fun for five minutes to kind of like play I, on the roulette yeah. wheel, but then oh, you want the characters? Spend some spend some red rings. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Like I don't know. Like I, I think Genshin's probably one of the reasons I don't mind it. Ungenshin is because hmm. it's like if I save enough in-game currency, I can get it. Yeah, like I can guarantee myself the character I want. Like it, it's not a loss to me, but yeah. like. A lot of them, it's it's not that, and I think that's why I don't like Gacha as an experience because it's like most of the time there's none of this pity system. You're not guaranteed to get them or this new way to yeah. play, and it's it it just and maybe it's also just me, but I feel like a lot of Gacha games also focus on the Gacha and not on the game. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. The Gacha the first. story sucks. <laughs> yeah it's, it's like it's so boring yeah the, it's like we got the gacha mechanics good and we got we got a bit of a story here but it's a little bit of a of a shit story at the same time but yeah. uh, i know i'm biased but i do think the story of genshin is actually quite fun hmm. i like its story yeah but I, I, it's, its entire thing isn't to focus on gacha though its entire thing is the story of the game is mm. what's primarily there you have your events around it so it's like it keeps you coming back whilst you wait for the story and then the characters yeah. are just there to make it more fun and i like that because it doesn't make me feel like i have to get every character even if i do just decide to spend my prima gems on whatever banner it is and then end up with every character by accident 
Yeah. So funny enough, uh, funny enough, I have a, a concept for a game, a mobile game, funny enough. It would be a Sonic Chow Garden mobile game. Like, no, I remember someone pitching this to me before. Yeah, yeah, people people have been saying this for so long. They're going like, oh, like, what if we had a a Sonic Chow, like a Sonic Chow mobile game where you could just like raise the Chow like in Adventure and Adventure 2 with some all these cool mechanics, like have like Chow races like in Adventure 2. And then I just thought when we were talking about Gacha, I was just like, oh, wait, what if Sega tries to pull a Gacha? Gacha. Make it a gacha game where you could like your chow. you you want to roll so you can have like this really cool suit that you could put on your chow. <gasps> it's, it's like, did you ever play Moshi Monsters? No, but I did hear Maybe. about them. So Moshi Monsters had a I'm gonna I'm gonna quote unquote this gacha. It had a gacha system hmm. where basically, uh, it was you go into your garden. And you can plant these seeds, and you get these little collectible things called moshlings. And if you plant the seeds, mm. like a certain combination of seeds, you get a moshling. But the gacha here is the flower could end up being any color flower of that type. So it could be red, yeah. it could be pink, it could be blue. So the gacha here was making sure you got the exact combo for the moshling. But some of the moshlings had like a sim, like a common form and then a rare form so the yeah. rare ones needed a certain color but then the common didn't so then the gacha once you got the certain color combination was making sure that you got the rare one out of that color <laughs> combination oh man so it, i can imagine it being like that Ah, uh, like hungry yoshi says in like, the chat chow version of mario kart 8 oh man imagine isn't, isn't- they're like a chibi version of like Mario Kart 8 for Final Fantasy. Oh god. <laughs> it's called like, oh fuck, what's it called? Chocobo Cup or something. Chocobo Race. Oh. I think. But just imagine Chow, yeah. imagine Chow Mario Kart. Like just kart racing on, on, a, on a mobile Chow game. That would... uh, no! <laughs> it's like, and you've got your freaking gacha gods powered up Chow and just <laughs> that would that would actually My be C six chow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, actually, that would be such a fun game concept. Even though the the gacha system would be so probably bad, it would be so I'll bad that it's play... good. <laughs> I will never play gacha. I hate gacha. It's like if it was just I like like I've never minded the idea of a gacha system. Like if it's like just basically push to the side like not relevant to the main stuff like unless you want to unlock cool shit that doesn't really have any relevance to like making you better kind of like again like, i mean um it does it can make you better in some ways but like it, it really isn't necessary or relevant <laughs> yeah like if they had like a periodic thing where it's like hey we've got these new sort of outfits that you can't unlock in the game but you want to unlock them on a roulette system i mean it could be cool but as long as it's not like overpowered, or it's like you get m- just pay money and you just rig it. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, let's see what else we can talk about. Uh, I was thinking of talking about VTuber groups. I don't know. I just had this idea in my mind. I think talking about VTuber groups, and. I Don't guess question me. <laughs> I was I was like sort of I guess wanting to ask like what are your thoughts on VTuber groups in general? I left one if that says anything. 
I felt like I remembered. Yeah, I felt like I remembered you leaving one. Yeah, but... I was in one, and I don't. Enti- okay, I need to say this in a statement that needs to be like I don't like the ones that are like friend groups in okay. a sense of like like let's say like I made a VTuber group with like Mogs and Kurgle and something and like hmm. and we called it like the animal t- like like the 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 animatubers or something or whatever. Okay. Just an example. And it was just us being friends in our little VTuber group. I don't really like them but hmm. if it's like an actual company one i don't think it's so bad okay because like a company does more like you have the ability in like to do more with it like you can do more merchandising more like expanding of your brand and stuff like i don't hmm. think it's bad to want to join one for like a branding sense like okay as like an actual company but i don't like the i don't like the ones that are like just friend groups because i don't see the point because it's not really doing anything other than just being like, oh, look at all these other people I'm friends with. Yeah. Maybe that's just me being weird. <laughs> no, I can, I can see that. Like, I've, I've looked at it, I guess, from two different sort of perspectives. Like, I've, I've had some VTuber friends who have left those sort of friend VTuber groups. Plus, some have made their own groups, like, to be kind of their own thing, I guess. I don't know, like... There's there's definitely different ways you can look at. Like some might see it as like you can kind of help each other, like in some ways, and promote and all that sort of stuff, which is cool. But at the same time, I don't know. There there definitely is a level of like, what's the point to it? Like, there is definitely a, like, like, there's definitely that effect. Like yeah, like, where it takes like someone and it's like. They not only promote some, but like behind the scenes, it helps with like merchandising and like taking them to cons and doing concerts and stuff. Yeah, I think that's fine. But like, hmm. if you take, I don't, I don't really know any that isn't like, like the one I was in. It was literally just there, so you do a collab every week with each other, and it was just like, I don't really want that. I don't see yeah. the point. Like, like, I guess what I could say is corporate slash company VTuber groups are better than just. A generic friend VTuber group, yeah. Unless you're being corporate about it, yeah. I guess it's kind of it's. This is probably going to be a weird analogy of way to put it, but I guess it's kind of like having, I guess, a VTuber group kind of like make their own version of Team Ten or something, kind of, because it's just like a big group together of friends who who mm-hmm. sort of work together, and. It's like it's cool, but like sometimes it can feel forced. Sometimes because it's just like you've kind of got to commit to this idea of oh, we're friends, we got to hang out like every week. But what if you don't want it? Yeah. Like you want, you still want to kind, you still like want to hang out with them and be friends, but you don't want to be forced into something like a a big group collab that maybe you just don't want to do. Yeah, like I don't mind group collabs. I just. I don't like them because they drain my social battery. Yeah. And it makes it feel like I can't collab with anyone else. Because I've not mm. got heaps and heaps of time and I've not got the strongest social battery in me. Yeah. So I want to be able to, like, 
collab with other people but I feel like I can't because I'm drained from doing a collab with people that like I I don't like it it yeah I also I I I also think on Chibi's side of things here Chibi Doki where she said Uh, I don't like collabing like streaming my side of a collab because I like to sort of just hang out with the person whereas like if I'm streaming I feel like I kind of can't just hang out with the person yeah yeah it's it's like i find like with the collab it's like i always try and aim for it to be something that is fun exciting and like if you don't want to stream your end then that's cool if if like if it's like someone asking me for a collab like if they want me to stream my end or whatever the case is like i like it to be fair game like so everyone is on board with what we're doing like if it's like I don't want to feel like I'm forced to like stream my POV or whatever the case is. Like just be chill and have fun and mm. not take it like to the most serious extent of like I need to do this because it because I have to yeah. do this. Yeah. Grind, grind. Yeah, the whole grinding. Notice what Aztec said and don't be like corporate. <laughs> I wouldn't say corporate VTubers themselves are greedy but they take advantage of all the extra access they have by joining a corporate yeah so like if i joined hololive it's not because i want the money it's because i'm like oh that's an easy way for me to be able to make merch music yeah concerts go to conventions like that's that's my mindset on it it wouldn't be yeah oh i want to make more i just want more access to being able to do these things that i couldn't do without that support like yeah I'd love to go to a con and talk at a con panel or something yeah or i would love to do that one day like i haven't the slightest clue on how to do it past shoving stuff <laughs> on stream elements so like yeah. I-, I want that support yeah like i think uh yeah like there's definitely sometimes downsides to some corporate vtuber groups like obviously some might take too much control of what you want to mm. do but if you find one... oh, like... <laughs> yeah it's like <clears throat> Sorry. yeah but it's like i guess i find that like some of the smaller corporate vtuber groups tend to be mm. either some are good and some just are very unstable like unstably managed uh definitely not gonna go out and name any particular but uh it's like <laughs> <laughs> we both aren't thinking of one with a certain panda, are we? <laughs> yeah, like, and that's nothing. And like I've always said, it's nothing. There's nothing ever against the uh, the people who were obviously in that group. Like they would, they mm. probably didn't have much insight into how things were running. But, but maybe they did. But maybe they just didn't have any power over it. Yeah, because and- like, most of the time, like a lot of groups um well a lot of them try and like say that they're balanced with the like the like vtuber but a lot of them also still is like management gets a lot of control over what the vtuber can do which is really sad like that's why you have to look for talent first companies because they'll it's usually means it's on a pretty like you'd be like oh i want to make a song and the company will be like sure whereas if you don't look for talent first companies 99 percent of the time if you say you want to make a song they'll tell you no yeah yeah and it's like it's like some 
it's like if you should be able to like i guess in some case like have a, a really good agreement that works for both you and the corporate vtuber company where it's like you still retain the rights to your vtuber model and mm. and you retain the rights to do basically almost whatever you want to do as long as it fits within the company ethos i guess and i feel like that should be every vtuber company if they give you a model yeah like in i know a lot aren't like that like if they say oh you just like if if it's one that says hey we don't encourage you to do like say 18 plus art i'd be like cool whatever that's that's fine by me like that's understandable yeah like 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 some things is understandable yeah don't play honey pop on stream (laughs) yeah and it's like as long as it's like a good company ethos that you personally would stand by and go hey i I like that i'll go join that and they support you then that's good like Mm. it's like i would love like like you were saying like I'd love to go to different conventions and and even some I would love to be there in person as well, like personally. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I would like I'd love to go back to another TwitchCon in in Europe. Like I'd love to be there again. Yeah. I'd love to do TwitchCon. I'd like to do that sort of thing. It's something I've always like thought about doing. I was like scared of the idea of it. Like, hmm. I don't know, it's just scared that someone would come up to me and be like, yo, are you bunny? And I'd just be like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still remember, I still remember when I was at TwitchCon and like, I saw, um, I saw Numi, Shia Lily and, and Mary there. I was just like, uh, oh shit, I'm actually seeing these people in person. What the frick? Like, like, because. I'm so worried. Yeah. Like I could just tell like, and Again, this might be different from Shy Lily's perspective, but like from my perspective, when I was there, it seemed like Shy Lily was so nervous. Like, I because no one knows what she looks like, yeah. so I can. At that time, I don't think then... anyone knew what she looked like, and I know I would get that because people only know what I look like with cosplay on, so they don't know what I look like with yeah. like makeup and wigs. <laughs> yeah, and I was just there, and like, because it was so funny, because. Me and some some VTubers, like, we were just kind of, like, just chilling, just sort of looking around, because, like, we saw the post that Numi and Shiloh put up, like, the day before, saying, well, we're going to be here at this time, meet us here, and we were there, and and then suddenly, like, they come over, and suddenly a bunch of people at the D&D tables just stood up, and we were just like, what? That's how many people actually came to see Shiloh and Numi? <gasps> Like, this whole giant row just all stood up. And I thought it was just, like, me and maybe ten other people just chilling, talking to me and stuff. But you have to acknowledge how, like, big they are, right? Cause like, yeah. I feel like I feel like if it was just me, I feel like I'd maybe meet, like, one or two people. I don't feel like I have people that would want to see hmm. me. But, like, them, they've got, like, thousands of oh, people yeah. that watch them all the time. So, like, you can imagine they probably have at least, like, a hundred people that would want to yeah. see them, right? I, I remember, like, I remember watching Numi, like, in her OG days, like, when she had a 1.0 model, and, like, and I was just, like, chilling in, a, in, in the, like, the Twitch chat there, and it was, like, like, a big community, but not not super big, just, like, a big community, mm. and we're just, like, there, and then suddenly 
a year later, it's like, holy shit, like, how many people are there now? <laughs> like, but I just remember that big crowd getting up and I was just, I was just in shock. I was like, really? That many people came to TwitchCon just to see these two? Like, 100%. Like, I feel like some people book tickets, like, I'll go off, like, I'll hands up, I'll hands, well, I say hands up, hands down, whatever you want to say for it. Yeah. I admit, I am that person that will sometimes book, like, convention tickets because, like, a voice actor is there that I want to meet or a, a <laughs> person, like, a content creator is going and I want to, like, bump into them. Like, yeah. I do that. Like, it's a thing. Like, yeah. some people do just book tickets for that. Yeah, like when I saw some of the smaller streamers who I follow, like, were saying, "Oh, I'm going to be at TwitchCon in in Amsterdam," I was just like, "Yo, maybe I should go." And because uh, I was already considering a trip, like, to TwitchCon at that point, I was just like, originally I was going to go with a friend, but he pulled out, so it was just me planning to go across the world, basically. Are you gonna go again? You're gonna go to the Paris one. I wish because next one's in Paris. I, w- I wish, but my budget would probably die at this point because I used up a lot of my savings to go to. That's fair. Because I, I was because Paris is obviously a lot easier for me to get to, so I was like, yeah. I think I'll do Paris. So yeah. I, I want to do Paris, and a lot of people, and I was like, I might do Paris TwitchCon. Like, please do it. And I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like. It'd be funny if uh, if you could go to Smash. It would be really funny if you could go to Smash in Sydney. But that would be great. I I'd love to one day be able to do like conventions and like pop up there. I don't think I'll yeah. ever be big enough in any means as much as I'd like to try and dip my toes into voice acting as well. I don't hmm. think I could ever do that. Yeah, like I remember when I was over at TwitchCon in Amsterdam. I was thinking, what other well. Before that, I was actually thinking, what other big streamers will go to it? Like, I know, I knew that at the time Trash Taste, I think, uh, were, they did uh, another con in, in London, I think, at that point. They went, they did MCM. Yeah, yeah, they did MCM, and I was thinking, are they going to do TwitchCon? But then they decided, no, nah, we're doing Smash. No, they, they didn't, because uh, I think they were there only at MCM, because Gant was getting married, like, the yeah. week or the week I can't remember if it was the week before or the week prior. The week yeah, prior. yeah. I had this thought. Oh yeah, maybe they'll do Smash, and then well, well no, maybe, maybe the, like actually no. Gant had confirmed before before I went to Amsterdam. Gant and Sydney had confirmed to be going to Smash in Sydney, and I was like, what, what? <laughs> and that was at the time I was doing the TwitchCon. I was just like, what? And then suddenly, Sea uh, Dog confirmed for for Smash and Anime Man as well. And I was like, "Wait, Trash Taste! Wait, Trash Taste are going to Sydney when I'm not freaking there." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, right. "So I was just like, oh, well, I guess I'm, I'm going to I'm going to TwitchCon, so that's cool, I guess." <laughs> but I, I just felt like yeah, my right. heart just shattered because I was like, "Man, I I just missed my chance to freaking see Trash Taste." Bro, that that would a hundred. I think I I, I get that. I yeah. think I, that I, that I know. Kugel was very upset. He couldn't go to London Comic Con <laughs> when Trash Taster there because he really wanted to meet them. And I understand, but yeah. at the same time, I was kind of like, <laughs> especially because two of them are like a British residents. I'm like, they'll probably come back. Yeah, I I would be surprised if they didn't. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess, like, when I was at TwitchCon, like, I was still thinking, oh, yeah, like, I, I still thought, I, I was like, I knew that, sh- I think Numi had confirmed 
to be going to TwitchCon. Oh, wait, no, Shy Lily had confirmed to be going to TwitchCon. And I was like, oh, cool, okay, I'll get to see Shy Lily. And then suddenly, uh, Numi had confirmed that she was in Europe when I was over there. And I was like, wait, wait, she's, she can't be going to TwitchCon as well, can she? And then it's like suddenly, oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> like, I just started theorizing yeah. while I was over there. I was just going, wait, what? Just Kowalski an- uh, analysis, or analysis on I this. I wish I could have. I could have gone because I feel like I could have met so many friends, but I think that's partly why I want to go, like, coming year, like the yeah. like, to the next one. But I'll see. It depends when it falls because if it falls at a really awkward time. I might not be able to, but I would love to because it means I could, like meet friends. Yeah, like I mean, if I I don't if know I could save like TwitchCon though. <laughs> like if I could, if I could just like suddenly save a, the same amount of money I lost from uh, going overseas, like I would suddenly just be like, yeah, I'm freaking somehow making it over <laughs> and just going back to TwitchCon. But yeah, because uh, it's like a it's like a twenty pound train journey for me to get to France. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Uh, <laughs> How much money for me? It's like couple grand. <laughs> yeah, I spent probably to just get to Europe, probably like three thousand Australian dollars to get to Europe. Oh my god! And then another because I ended up getting my Singapore Airlines flights cancelled going back. I had to I had to go across to America. What the fuck? Yeah, I three days before my trip to to uh europe it was like oh your flight coming from from amsterdam to singapore got cancelled and i'm like fuck what do i do now oh jesus i could not even imagine that oh my god i think i'd have a panic attack oh i was just like shit what do i do and i was like trying to message them and going like hey what can i do and they're like oh can you get to another airport by any chance that can get you to singapore and I was just like, so what, am I going to suddenly just go into Germany from from the Netherlands yeah. and, and, and get a ticket and get to Singapore? Fly from Germany. Like, I was just thinking, and then they were like, oh, what, like I said, like, I haven't really got many options. I need to leave this particular day. I can't stay longer because I'll be burning a hole in my freaking wallet. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that would be cheap. Yeah, so I ended up rushing to get a a flight to San Francisco and I cancelled the rest of my Singapore leg back to Australia. So I, I ended up going to San Francisco from Amsterdam and then San Francisco mm-hmm. to Sydney. And oh, I was so dead that by the time horrific. I got back. No, that sounds horrific. Wow. Uh, like, I adapted to time zones well getting into Europe and adapting back from, especially flying bloody to the US and then back to Sydney. I was just, yeah, that can't have been good for your body clock. Oh, uh, like, I think uh, I ended up, I got back and, like, I didn't sleep really at all on the plane because I just can't get comfortable on a plane. Especially so, if you're long. Yeah, and, and especially, uh, even though I ended up getting lucky in getting business class going back to Sydney, I still couldn't sleep. I, I was just like, I was trying, and I just couldn't. So, I was basically, <laughs> <laughs> I was basically on, like, zero sleep, probably for almost two days, and I 
I basically just ended up getting back, had some Maccas going back home, and... Don't say Maccas right now, I'm so hungry. <laughs> and then I got back in, like, probably at about 11am, because I got back at 7am in the morning. Like, at about 11am I just crashed and slept till, like, 4pm. <gasps> and then I woke up, had dinner, and basically went and crashed again, because I had my friend's... uh my friend's kid's second birthday the next day. Oh, I, God. <laughs> I ended up sleeping again and waking up at 6 a.m. And I'm just like... Talk about jet lag. I mean, to be fair, that seems pretty well adjusted if you're waking up at 6 a.m. your time. Yeah, I, I was surprised. Like, I, I managed to somehow, like, basically reverse my body clock kind of back to normal but then i still was so Pretty tired quickly. Yeah. yeah but then my sleep schedule is kind of still stuffed <laughs> but <laughs> eh, it's fine you need a sleep schedule yeah. it's just a suggestion <laughs> true true uh let's see so we pretty much glazed over most of the topics that i've thought about uh, is there any particular travel destinations that you would be really, really interested in wanting to travel to? My brain's just thought of everywhere that has food. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to go... Okay, and this is like, most people might be a bit shocked at this. Uh, <laughs> no one normally say I'd like to go to Japan, because there's like quite a few things I'd like to do in Japan. I'd like yeah. to go to China. Yeah, I, I can see that, though. I can see, like, as much as, uh, let's, to put it in, I guess, a soft term, as much as the Chinese yeah. government is questionable with yeah. some things, like, there's still yeah. lots of amazing places that you can yeah, check out. I'm a person that wants to see, like, scenery and stuff, and I'd like yeah. to see, like, scenery. I'd like to do, like, other places, too, but I think... Like out of there's a lot of places like I like to see Thailand as well. Yeah, I like to see Indonesia. I like to see like that part of Asia. I'd like to see some of like the more Middle Asia as well, but like mm. the kind of more tropical. Like, I like I want to see some of that. Yeah, yeah. I wanna. Oh, I wanna do. Um, I wanna do uh more of Europe as well. I feel like I've not seen enough of Europe. Hmm. Yeah, like, I want to see more of Europe now that I've basically had my sort of slight taste of it with going to Belgium and the Netherlands. Like, I was actually thinking on that trip of going for the to the UK for a bit, but then I just didn't plan to go We there. haven't got anything here. I was thinking about it because I've got some family members in the UK, so... I was like, oh, maybe I could. And also because my dad was like just saying, go to the UK. You've got family over there. Like, you you, you should go. We don't have anything to do here, though, unless you're <laughs> like in London or like one of the big cities. It is the most <laughs> boring place in the world. <laughs> it just, just, just like cloudy, wet and... <laughs> you say that like that isn't what it's doing outside my window right now. <laughs> it is True. cloudy, it is raining. 
yeah like it's like i was thinking about it and i was like eh, do i really want to like do i do i need to no like i've already got belgium and the netherlands planned like maybe i'll check out other areas of belgium and the netherlands and maybe other places in europe like maybe but but yeah asia like in general is definitely on my sort of bucket list like japan yeah. has been for a long time but but i've i've been to fiji once so oh i can't say same um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like fiji was quite nice uh like we sort of went to like there was like this town like it's a really small town like called Sigatoka town which is just known for like being a rugby town in Fiji. Okay. So, so it's basically just a bunch of like pretty good rugby players and I wouldn't say there's much else in Sigatoka town but it is a rugby town at its core. At its core, just rugby town. And, like, the resorts are quite nice there. So, like, you have, like, really nice resorts. And also there's some good off-roading experiences. So, like, you get to see some of the caves and stuff in Fiji. So it's mm. it's pretty cool. But I've been waiting to go to Japan for so long. Like, it's... It's been on my bucket list. It's, it's it's much cheaper for you to go to Japan than it is for me. I can guarantee. <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. expensive from you. Yeah, I think I think f- like a flight there and back is like maybe somewhere around the range of a thousand to fifteen hundred Australian dollars, probably. And it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think. For, for here, <laughs> I think the cheapest you're getting a one-way ticket is a thousand, and a return's like two thousand, and then you've Ooh, got yeah. to get your visa. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's very expensive. It's, yeah, it's like for for me, I think it's like a ten-hour plane ride, not even like just like nine and I a half. I think it's 10. nineteen hours from here. Ugh, like uh, yeah, that. That's not very nice. No. <laughs> like, I still, I still did not like the fact that I, I did fifteen hours to Qatar and then fi- seven hours to Brussels. <laughs> that, yeah, that oh killed me. God. Yeah, it, I can't imagine that. It killed me more going back home though. Like going there, I was like, yeah, this is not bad. Like, I got there, I got to the hotel, like, I then just slept and woke up the next day. I was completely just normal. I guess because you kind of... It was very forward, like, it wasn't, like, uh, a mess and cancellations and stuff, so... Yeah. It, yeah. I still... Even though I didn't sleep on the plane for that case either, I was still able to at least function and do shit. Mm. Because I got there and got to the hotel, I'm like, okay, I've got my bag set, I'm all good now. <laughs> Everything is good. Just get some food, even though I don't feel like eating a lot, I still got some food. And then just chatted on Discord for a bit and then went to bed. <laughs> so Easy's pie. Oh god, my brain. <laughs> my brain's just so fooded. Oh yeah. It's I mean, my brain just goes, Oh yeah, Maccas, KFC. Yeah. Cool. Please <laughs> stop, I'm so hungry. <laughs> uh let's see. But yeah, so we talked a little bit about travel destinations. Like, Japan's definitely on our list. Uh, China would definitely be on my list too, like, one day, maybe, mm-hmm. at some point. 
Like, it's like the Great Wall of China would be really cool to check out. And like anywhere, like any, I just want to see the scenery because China has some very pretty like architecture and scenery. Yeah, and yeah, it's like I saw there was a convention on in Singapore at the moment, and I was like, man, maybe I should go to Singapore for a convention at some point because of how much closer it is. Yeah, Singapore's really pretty too. Yeah, like just seeing photos of Singapore, like I just love the i. I don't know. I love city architecture, but at the same time, I do love nature as well. Like mm. it kind of has both. It's really nice. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, if there's a convention, maybe I'll go over there, like just for a few days and just kind of chill. But. Yeah, like travel is something I, I'd love wanting to do, even though money is the biggest problem. Yeah, money is a big thing. It's it's very expensive. Yeah, it's Especially like right now with everything. Oh yeah, yeah. I still remember like how how when I came back from Amsterdam, they bloody left my bag behind, and then it, it, they had to oh. basically they had to basically bring it back over like to Australia, but. It was just like a plane ride behind, basically, and it, and it took me six days oh. to get my luggage back. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, like suddenly getting into San Francisco, and they're just like, "Oh, uh, sorry, your your bag is still stuck in Amsterdam. It is on a plane ride coming over. It should it should come at some point soon." I'm just like, "Oh, cool, great, <laughs> great," but like. It's like luckily I didn't have my important shit in there. <laughs> yeah. Like and I and I like prepared for that. I prepared for that because luckily I had watched a trash taste video like only a few weeks prior, uh, where they were just like, oh, oh yeah, we got lots of problems with our with our equipment being missing, and I'm just like, oh that sucks. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna. Paranoia. I'm just like, well, I'm gonna prepare for that just in case, and have like my main stuff in my carry on, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. But I think yeah, I yeah. feel like I've uh, learned to take all my important stuff on my carry on since my mom's just caught, like she's convinced me. She's like, you must take everything important on your carry-on, otherwise you will lose it. <laughs> and uh, I've been born and bred that way, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah, I, I just was like, I, I just have this natural instinct as well of going, yeah, something's going to go wrong here. Like, I'm basically, I guess I'm kind of like gaunt in that case where it's like, something's definitely going to go wrong here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I feel like I embody like, all three of the trash taste guys in one in some way <laughs> like i think we all are all of them <laughs> like people well, like, for, i'm not i'm not gone with pizza how do you not eat pizza crust <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i i i like pizza crust personally as well like i guess the other big question is boneless or bone chicken <laughs> boneless because like i don't want all that shit in my mouth oh, i just yeah. have to put the chicken in my mouth and now i'm not getting bone in my mouth same I'm, i like the boneless I game bones in other places <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's just like <laughs> funny stuff <laughs> yeah yeah like uh i remember i i think I, I put a photo up on twitter one time and and someone was just like oh you look like c-dog va and i'm just like Really? 
So and so then I made up a, a generic I'm, Welshman. You're a generic Welshman. <laughs> I guess. So like I put a I put up another photo and I did a poll and I was like, uh, do I look like Sea Dog VA? And more people said yes, and I'm just like, generic oh. Welshman. Go so I started nicknaming myself the Australian Sea Dog VA, <laughs> and then I'll keep that. Are you from New South Wales? <laughs> I mean, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so you are a generic wealth man. I, I guess, I guess so. Like, if I if I grow my beard out enough, and like I grow my hair, I guess long enough, and like style it in a certain way, I guess I kind of do look a little bit like Sea Dog, but just a younger version of him, I guess. <laughs> He's not I, even that old. I I know, I know, but like, I guess. Probably not that much age difference, actually. But like, how old are you? Twenty-two. So you're only two years younger than him. Y- yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Like, I guess I'm just like the slight, the slightly less developed. So you know, <laughs> yeah, you got your time to develop. Can't wait for that voice yeah. acting career to pop off. I mean, I, I have started to be interested in voice acting. I guess. <laughs> but it's fun. It is so fun, like just playing voices. Like someone, someone reckons I have a good Shadow the Hedgehog voice. <laughs> so I don't even know how Shadow the Hedgehog sounds off the top of my head. I just know the meme, like where he's just like, "Where's that damn fourth Chaos Emerald?" <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> "This is my gamer basement." I only know that meme. <laughs> it's like this is my gamer basement, <laughs> but. Yeah. Welcome to my gamer basement. <laughs> it's like, where all the definitely say-so things happen. <laughs> Welcome to the gamer basement <laughs> where all the say-so things happen. Don't look in that corner. Yeah. It, it, don't look in that corner. It's like, uh, just just ignore the dojin corner over there. <laughs> it's it's a corner full of dojin. Voice acts all collection, please, please. From the it's like it's like what have you got over there oh, just, just, just don't look at it don't look at it it's 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 there but it's look but my it's... eyes look at my eyes look at my eyes <laughs> don't like, look, look in, yes. in that corner <laughs> it's like please, don't look at the corner <laughs> don't look in the corner <laughs> it's like just it's like don't <laughs> it's like i'm warning you don't, otherwise you'll be trapped in this basement forever. <laughs> I'm warning you, or you'll never leave the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just it's the whole the whole like sort of basement sort of dweller eccentric sort of style. It's just like you are not leaving that basement ever and ever. <laughs> How did you get out the basement, Wolfie? Uh, I I shall not. Huh? I shall not question how I got. <laughs> Why are you out in the basement, Wolfie? It's like I, I'm. I'm not out of the basement. I'm just in. I'm just in that corner over there. You see. <laughs> get in. Get in the basement, Wolfie. <laughs> it's like get into the basement. <laughs> get in. There. It's like I still like the joke in that other stream where everyone was just like, uh, "We." It's like we kind of need more facilities in the basement. <laughs> yeah, every thousand followers you get an upgrade. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, do that. It's like one day we'll get our own personalized toilet 
where we just like yeah that's a yeah that's a like a hundred thousand you get your own little bed and toilet section for yourselves like yeah we ain't getting there sorry yeah. you're just gonna have to push for yeah. the extra bread at 500k <laughs> <laughs> the extra bread it's like it's like how exciting very exciting we're gonna get 500K. some cool upgrades <laughs> yeah yeah 4k haven't worked out what you're getting there yet uh i think uh we'll fit in a shower it's like with hot water it's like it's like now you won't have to come in and smell a big stench every time you're in there. Yeah, you're gonna be stinky. <laughs> uh, it's just so funny. like I've never come up with I guess really anything funny with uh, with with the team Cola over here. It's like I don't they, know. They did it themselves. The chat <laughs> did it themselves, yeah. and I don't know where they took it, but they've taken it and rolled with it, and I'm just following in their steps at this point. Yeah, it's just a just a basement. Like, there's nothing there yet, but like soon there will be. Like once once uh once everyone gets in there, shh, don't tell them that there's nothing there, or they don't get in. It's like, it's like no, it's it's a it's a it's a it's and there's food. There's everything you could possibly need. And a window, one tiny window, but a window. It's a tiny window. It's it's locked all the time though, but uh <laughs> but but that's for that's for a proper yeah. reason though. <laughs> Stop poking your hands through the window. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like just trying they're trying to open the window. It's like, no, we're not opening that window. <laughs> Stop trying to open the window. <laughs> it's like It's like you don't want to see Bunny when they get mad. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat you. <laughs> not like a vol way i'll just eat you because like food. yes oh my brain is thinking so much of food <laughs> <laughs> it's like so i'm just looking at this and i'm thinking should we wrap up the podcast soon so you can get food <laughs> please or i'm gonna eat my mic <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's like it's just it's like just eats the mic <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh uh, it's like, is there anything, uh, I guess, that you want to talk about before you leave? Or anyone in chat have anything they want to ask quickly before Bunny leaves? Because... Um... Hmm. Um... No. Nope. <laughs> anything you want to no. ask me before, I guess, we head off the podcast? <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> so it's just no nope, nope brain empty want no, food want... brain <laughs> empty brain empty brain wants beans on toast <laughs> it's like the classic beans on toast <laughs> all right i saw beans in the cupboard the other day I went, oh beans on toast would i be mean good. <laughs> i mean it is pretty good <laughs> it is and i don't understand how people don't like it it's it's just an easy it's, e- it's, it's an easy thing to get it's so easy yeah, I I found out it's because Americans have different beans to us, though. And oh, they're like, ew, yeah. why would you have, like, British beans with tomato sauce when you have Mexican beans? And I'm like, they're both good beans, what? but you just don't <laughs> use them in... You don't use them in the same sense. It's <laughs> for different foods. It's, it's just, it's so simple. Baked beans on toast, you just, like, go get bread. Get baked beans. Slap it yes. <laughs> on toast. Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Mm. It's like mm. yum. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. But yeah. Uh, 
I I can't really think of much else, I guess, to talk about. Like, we've basically covered every sort of topic I could think of at this point. Everything my hungry brain can think of currently. It's like, oh, actually, I guess one thing before we go. Like, very, I guess could be either simple or complex, depending on how you look at it. What made you decide to become a VTuber? I hate my face. That's that's that's, <laughs> that's a it. that's that's a simple answer. Yeah, I, I, that's the simple answer. Like that's it. A lot of people are probably like, "Oh, you wanted to do it to strive in and be cool." Nope, I hate my no. face. I saw Kiss and I doing it back in 2018, and yeah. I wanted to do something very similar. Yeah. Um, I wanted to stream and make content about showing my face, and then I did a little bit from time to time. And then when V-Roid started to pop up, I made a V-Roid. Hmm. And then I streamed under Anonymous that I will not discuss into too much detail. And then uh, that kind of went up in a shitfire and I changed to Bunny. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I think for me, it was more just like, yeah, I saw Kizuna AI, like, sort of around, but I didn't think of it as VTubing at that point. And then suddenly I saw Project Melody come on the scene and I was like, oh, Mmm, you saw Mel, huh? Huh? That was huh? the first VTuber I saw. Mmm, mm, yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Some cultured, cultured sort of mentions, I guess. Very uh, cultured, yeah. Very cultured in the beginning, but like, I was just like, oh, a VTuber broke a certain website on their, on their debut. Very cool. And then, and then certain, uh, a, a YouTuber, uh, Lost Pause, ended up doing some interview with Project Melody, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Kind of cool VTuber concept thing. But, like, I'll, I'll just follow along and watch it while I become an IRL streamer, and then suddenly I just was like, yeah, I don't really want to show my face all the time on stream, so... VTuber. <laughs> Understandable. I... No, I don't think I'd show my face. I like not on stream. Like it's fine showing like the odd picture from like Comic Con, but it's not my face face. Yeah, but, it's yeah, like cosplay I, uh, and yeah. yeah. I I definitely would rather um people see this. Yeah. I have thought of doing other things with this and turning it into like a <laughs> girlfriend experience, but like I hmm. I don't I don't want to yeah. make yeah. people awkward with that. Looks sure. funny true uh man i I'm, I'm still coming up with more things like it's just it's like i know you're gonna get food and then i'm just seeing what i'm I've got. sorry it's just like it's like lunchtime and i woke up really early true. thinking like it was at eight my time <laughs> we got the times wrong time, yeah it was nine my time time so zone i didn't gods. eat breakfast and then <laughs> now it's lunchtime so i've not actually eaten since like yesterday evening oh man like i went to a a little sort of convention like really local sort of convention today and i got up so early and i was like oh oh wow okay like i'm up early and i'm thinking am i, am I still gonna have energy to do all this stuff yes i am i'm gonna make myself <laughs> but that's what coffee's for <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i guess uh probably the final final thing i guess hopefully to ask uh I think I remember you were talking about one point ASMR streams or ASMR content. Like, I have a liking for ASMR content, I will admit. I've become a fan of it because I've got sleep issues. So, like, what are your thoughts on ASMR? <laughs> I don't personally like ASMR that much. However, I do quite like Fortnite's ASMR because I think it's quite nice to the ears. Fair. 
fair fair point yeah like <laughs> I, I i like doing it i think it's funny but like yeah. i think a lot of things i like i i did a lot of like voice stuff um hmm. like with music and acting growing up and i just really like doing stuff and like impressions and stuff <laughs> oh, yeah. they're really fun um so i like doing anything that get, kind of involves me manipulating my voice i think it's really fun yeah, and I guess ASMR um, can kind of do that a little bit because you yeah, it's changed... a lot of it's a lot of voice manipulation. Uh, it's also a lot of because it's a lot of control and making sure you're keeping to a certain tone, a certain sort of rhythm to it. Mm. And you can also do like role plays of it where you can do like oh, brother, oh, sister, oh, yeah, oh, classmate. Yeah, I actually, funny enough, started an ASMR channel back in I think july august time and i was surprised with how well it actually sort of went i wanted to but like i i don't really uh i don't know how to expect i can't understand like these people that managed to get it to draw out to like an hour yeah i can't bloody do that <laughs> like I've, i i could did... probably do it for like 20 minutes and that's about it yeah that's probably like my limit too like it's like i i prefer the idea of like doing i guess the asmr roleplay script sort of thing because it's just like mm. i can just follow a script and try and make a character try and sort of imagine myself in that and then go with it but it's definitely not easy if you're not feeling inspired by the script you're, you're reading so yeah yeah so i was like trying to find different scripts to try and read and because i think I do tend to see a lot more, obviously, ASMR sort of content where, like, females are the are the ones sort of reading the scripts. So, like, you don't see a lot of male ASMR sort of script readers, I guess, from my experience. Mm. So, looking... I, I may, maybe it's just... Oh, go on, sorry. Yeah, so, like, looking for scripts, like, that sort of aim more for, like, I guess a male to like a female audience tends to be a lot more difficult i find i i maybe i i'm coming from like a partly bisexual like point of view yeah um but also i find a woman to me when she's being smooth and soft with her voice it can be more relaxing um hmm um how do i say this without like being judged <laughs> Uh, when a guy's like that, it's definitely more arousing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the first ASMR script I tried reading was a Yandere Prince ASMR, and I had to try. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I tried getting myself into like a whole Yandere sort of like, it's like you're never gonna leave sort of thing, and I'm just like, oh, okay. That can be quite arousing, I assume yeah yeah i was just like reading it and i'm like man i liked reading it it was good and then it popped off really well and i was like man i actually kind of like this and then i did another couple of scripts some that i was like shocked by how many people listened to it and i was like oh Thirteen thousand people listen to this. What? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, and this one was like me pretending to be like a high school bully, and I'm not really the type to be a high school bully sort of guy. So it was like, people listen to this, and I haven't really been able to kind of, I guess, 
replicate that same joyful feeling of making it since. But yeah, that's understandable because like I've made a few things recently. I've really enjoyed making them. I hmm. I haven't had the time to like make more of them, which is why I wanted this week to sort of do that. Um, but like. There was a few times where I made like a couple like copy pasta apps and like a oh, couple yeah. of them like really popped off and then but I haven't felt the same joy in making them since and it makes me really yeah. sad because I really liked making them. Yeah, there's that whole sort of like switching around to different things because you want to try different things. Like you don't want to stick to one thing for too long. My channel like... looks so messy sometimes. Though, I don't want to make like channels for different things, but my channel's got like copy pasta apps, comfy, comforting like it's not really an asmr i just like doing like like comforting like speeches and like a soft voice because i feel like it's yeah. quite nice for people yeah like like for me i guess because the way i got into asmr was i'd stumbled upon a stream one time where someone just was doing an asmr stream i think it might have been one of vivi's streams possibly at the time and i just was like that's the thing it's like don't like asmr from anyone that isn't fauna <laughs> sorry yeah, i just i yeah, don't fauna, like it from yeah. people that isn't fauna's definitely someone that gets me um yeah yeah that's like the only i think every time i've heard asmr from anyone else it makes me uncomfortable most of the time yeah i've usually got like my select few sort of people i really like listening to asmr from and it's like and then i i basically developed a sleep playlist with it where i would just like sleep to it and because I was I was trying to get off my sleep tablets at the time because I didn't really want to be on my sleep tablets at that point, even though they're nothing nothing bad, I was just like, I want to get off them. I want to see if I can do that and just find something else that works. So mm. I ended up uh, deciding, oh, well, lockdowns in in effect. I've really I've kind of got time to try this and see if it works. So it, I see. I feel like it does. And like it's really helps you like relax your whole body, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it, it yeah it does. Like within like a first few ASMR sort of videos I listened to, like one was from I think uh, what was the channel? Like I could definitely look up the channel and remember it. Like, I just can't think of the name. I will not go looking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this channel, I think I think you'll find this channel has a very good... And, and the reason I say this I is because the voice, the voice is very similar to... Uh, very similar to Fauna. Is it Lemon Leaf? Uh, yes. <gasps> wow, I love Lemon Leaf. Wow, they are like... Mm, they are almost identical... Yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder why. I wonder. Speculation. <laughs> Sauce. So anyway, fun. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, for, yeah. So yeah. So some of their stuff was the first I listened to, and I was like, "Oh, this is good." And then I found. Uh, I think I found. Darling Strobe after that. Then. Like obviously Vivi's streams as well, mm. and a few others like from time to time, like uh, like DTL as well. Uh, they definitely uh, are not just for the uh, the wholesome side of things. Just saying. 
Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, giving me some ideas there. <laughs> yeah, like uh, they definitely don't have. I'd a... love to do like lewd ASMR. I think that could be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, they uh, definitely don't have a uh, sus uh, page where they have instead of dudes that's wholesome, it's a uh, dude that's something else. But. Uh... <laughs> it's like, hmm. Wow, I uh, suddenly have to go and sort myself out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, they uh, definitely got some good stuff. Like, And a lot of them have helped, like, just made, I guess, my sleep life a lot easier. <laughs> so Fair enough. Yeah, so that's how I developed my liking for ASMR. <laughs> at, at first, I completely dismissed it and was like, no, nah, that's weird. <laughs> I think I think I want to try doing some lewd versions on like a different channel, and uh, because I like, um, um, <laughs> I'm trying to like make this safer. Yeah, uh, I, I, get I you. like. I guess I guess I like teasing, so I like like really like. It's always hard to come up with someone can. Look back on and then clip me and then throw it in my face. Um, I like uh, I did this a lot with uh, someone. Uh, I like teasing them and kind of amping them up and then being like, "Lem out and doing shit, sort yourself out." <laughs> yeah, you just do like that whole sort of like you're just building up that kind of uh, that that. It- that tension pleases me not not, uh, partly sexually but mostly a genuine amusement that (laughs) i can build someone up enough and then just turn around and go sweet yourself out i ain't doing that (laughs) oh yeah like uh i've seen i've seen a bunch of uh clips from um some some vtubers out there where it's suddenly just like a really weird context like and it sounds wrong and suddenly it's just like next minute it's like you just what whatever you thought is just like no (laughs) no it's just something wholesome i'm just gonna start talking to you about one of my favorite things in the world it gives me so much pleasure it's so big and hard and it's (laughs) it's so amazing and sometimes it's super duper juicy and ah it's so nice (laughs) it's all giddy inside Man, apples are great. <laughs> yes, I think uh, Pandora's done a few of those clips, I think, as well. Like, where it's just suddenly it's like you think some weird context to it, and then suddenly it's just like, oh, this is good. And it's like, huh? <laughs> but it's just so funny at the same time. Man, like, I'll have to give them a try. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you should just do, like, a, a bunch of, like, it's like clips where it's just like, oh, like this is like so good, you know. And then like, this, this is so good. It's so big. I don't. I don't even know how I'm gonna get it in. It's like, wow, this is so nice. And then it's just suddenly just like a big meal or some shit. And it's like, man, I'm not gonna be. Bro, this turkey. Bro, this turkey is so big. Like, how am I gonna fit this in? <laughs> yeah, like. It's like, I've really been thinking about doing some funny, wholesome clips, like, kind of wholesome clips like that, too. Like, just be like, just for the sus context. Not even the sus context, just for the fact that someone will start watching that, start getting it on, and it'll just ruin their mood, and you'll just be there laughing like a clown. 
Yeah, like, uh, suddenly it's like, just imagine you do, like, a 15-minute video where you're just leading someone on. 15-minute build-up of me telling someone I'm building them up, and then just to turn around and be like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just be like, so, uh, so, so, so the trees outside are very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you just be like, that's some, that's some this is probably going to sound funny i guess but it's like that's some good words yeah that's that's some good morning wood out there yeah you just build them up and the light shines and it makes it look it would be the best i just want to touch it it'd be the best troll (laughs) it'd be the best troll video bro i'm gonna start doing those videos watch me do them Yes, I'll just be there and I'll just be like watching this and just I'll, be like. I'll, I'll take I'll take the headband off too. I can do it so it makes it seem more sensual and just like. And <laughs> yeah. then the video just slowly like zooms in. <laughs> yeah, zooms. and then it like. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, it's like, yeah, yeah. You wanna you wanna see this like, and it's like, oh. <laughs> Oh, like this this big orange I have or some shit. <laughs> this orange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like what what did you think you were gonna see? <laughs> what did you think I was gonna say? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's just so funny, like but yeah, we keep coming up with so much stuff to talk about. <laughs> like I'm sorry. But it's it's so good it's so good. Like I I just love talking like it's just it's just fun just we just fun again maybe not a chance that we could do like an actual collab like, yeah. oh, i mean like not a podcast is what i mean like yeah 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 just I'm like good words it's like cozy minecraft maybe, or like some uh maybe, mario maybe, Kart. Maybe when i've actually eaten <laughs> yeah. it's like uh i remember i did a like my first ever collab I did with Momo was a Mario Kart collab, and like Momo was like saying, "I'm gonna so beat you at Mario Kart," and then I just like, uh... and then came in and like, I just demolished, <laughs> demolished Momo in Mario Kart. Did you beat me at Mario Kart? Do you think? Hmm. I feel like you probably. <laughs> I feel like you'll probably have a lot more, a lot more practice probably. Mm, yeah, only a little. <laughs> only a bit. I mean, I haven't played Mario Kart in probably five months, six months. That and I could do a giant thing because the new ones come out soon, right? We could do like yeah. a giant thing with friends and stuff, and I could just be like, any friends that want to play, just hit me up, and then I'll open up a a call, and we can all just like play together. Yeah, that would be so fun. Like, yeah, we'll see if there's any like friends that want to do that, and then we can have like a giant like Mario Kart collab for the yeah. new ones coming out. Yeah, I, I'm so down for that. Like Mario Kart's like probably one of my favorite games just to play on stream because it's just like it's, it's so fun. It's like I've also played Smash Bros a few times, and it's that's pretty good. Too. I feel like Smash across country might be a bit hard. I've heard it gets yeah. a bit laggy. Yeah, I was playing online matches just with some randoms from chat, and it it can get very laggy. I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Mario Kart at least would be stable. <laughs> yeah, 
I can I can see when that gets released then, and then I can ask a few friends around if they want to join in for Mario Kart. And if they do, then I'll let you know, and I'll like be like, "Yo, we got a Mario Kart collab going." It's like on. it's like we got Mario Kart. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I love like just fun, simple games. Like even just like chill Minecraft to me is fun. <laughs> I love building stuff. Minecraft. Like Minecraft. Log back onto the server. And see how that we're going. Hmm. Mm. But yeah, uh, I think we. <laughs> I think we can. <laughs> I need to eat. I think. I think we can wrap it up here. Like we've basically talked about everything we could think of, like to this point. And I guess before we end up coming up with something else that we want to talk about, or just yes, talk, we like... need to stop before I get to a point where I get super super hungry. Okay. 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 Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like alrighty so that is it thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight hope you guys have enjoyed the podcast and fun fact with the podcasts like I do tend to put them up as YouTube sort of VODs so people can look oh no I'm clippable it's like it's like uh, if you want to go in <laughs> nah I'm not I won't encourage the clipping unless unless uh, unless people are really 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 so desing like just dedicated to it the fun it's like the fun clippable moments i mean the positive side it's good promo (laughs) it's good good promo yeah promo that i like blue ballsing people yeah just promote (laughs) to people that i love it when i blue balls people it gives me great pleasure i find it funny i find it funny it's it's good (laughs) like just the fun of it. That's the type of pleasure. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's it's funny. <laughs> like you get you get some clips, possibly, uh, maybe. True. If if uh, I guess if your if your viewers end up finding it, <laughs> but true. <laughs> but yeah, and also funny enough, I actually started releasing it on Spotify because I was like, hey, podcast for the road. Might as well. Podcast might for the as road. well. Yeah. Ooh, I'm on Spotify. Mom, I'm on Spotify. It's like, hey, mom, I'm on Spotify. <laughs> mom, I'm on Spotify. <laughs> but yeah, like, I hope everyone has enjoyed the podcast. I hope you, Bunny, have enjoyed having fun chatting about I fun things. Fun. Yeah, nice, me. nice, cozy, fun stream. Yes. See, I can be a cozy streamer. Yeah, it's like I find like a lot of your streams tend to be. Either like can just be like fun, fun chaos, like just fun chaos, or it can be just fun to just listen in and kind of go. Well, I'm, yeah, yeah. I worry I bore people with my streams, but I guess. Uh... No, I, f- I find it entertaining. In all all seriousness, like I find it like really entertaining. <laughs> it means a lot to hear. Thank you, because I do worry a lot. Yeah, it's like I'll just uh, I'll just be the guy in like Discord or just in Twitch chat. Just be like, it's like if you're down yourself, head pat, head pat there. <laughs> just thank you. It's like I I used to feel quite insecure about my streams and just be like, man, are people really gonna like my streams? And then I just I turned off the view count and then I just stopped. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I, I turned that off years ago and just started just doing it for me. But I still worry that I bore the people that are there. <laughs> yeah, I used to, like, I still used to have my view count in the corner, but, like, I turned, I just disabled it, but I still had it there. So I was still technically looking at it and kind of No, at... you should never look at your view count. I had to yeah. get rid of my uh, follower thing that I had up from when we were pushing for 3K. Because uh, yeah. I was like, that's not healthy for me either. <laughs> Yeah, like I find for me, like I like, well, yes, I do have the follower goal sort of thing there. I kind of just go, I don't think about it as much because, like, as I did with view count, weirdly enough, like maybe I just thought view count was like the the so called more important thing, I guess, to me. But I wouldn't then, say anything is important, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, like I just keep the follower goal just to kind of be like, hey, like let's see if we can get to it, and maybe we'll do something fun at four hundred. Because at three hundred, I actually promised an IRL card stream. So, let's go. So I'm going to eventually, when I can get a setup, because I'm not doing it at my place because I don't have the room to do a big setup for it. So at my friend's place, I'm going to do an IRL card, sort of a game similar to Cards Against Humanity. But like an IRL stream where you get to see us all playing it, oh, and yeah. I'll and I'll try and do like an over the top view where you could see the cards we're playing and stuff. So that'll be kind of cool, whenever that yeah. happens. <laughs> but yeah, either way, we will wrap up here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hope you all have enjoyed <laughs> having fun, and we will see you all in some other stream, maybe on bunny's channel or my channel who knows whenever happens so we shall see you all laters bye bye thank you